This is Real Talk Real Talk Radio This is Real Talk High Praise Ministries presents Real Talk Real Talk This is Real Talk Real Talk Radio This is Real Talk High Praise Ministries presents Real Talk Real Talk <laughs> Welcome to yet another edition of High Parades Ministries Presents The Real Talk Podcast Oh God, if y'all knew how much it took just to get this doggone podcast on the air today Y'all would praise me, no y'all really wouldn't But like, it is ridiculous All the stuff that has gone on Just trying, we were supposed to start this podcast at 7 o'clock It is Nine, almost 9.30 p.m. Where we're, where, as we're taping it. I don't care what time y'all are listening to it. It's 9.30 p.m. We were supposed to start this at about 7, 7.30. So we walked in the door about 7, 7.30. And nothing with the software would work. You feel me? But we got it together. We got it working. And here we are, ready to start another episode of the Real Talk Podcast. So I am, as always, your host, Jesse Jones. And I've got... The OG crew, well, one member of the OG crew, we don't have the pastors today, but we have, I don't I don't know which one, I'm just, I don't know if I want to call y'all Team A or the, and them Team B or them we Team B. We always Team A. Always. What kind always of question? Team a. I don't you are know. never, we are never, <laughs> look, as much as possible, you don't ever want me up under you. You I, want I me don't on the top. Okay. Uh-uh, stop it. It's too early. Okay. No, for, no, for, for, first, first of all, first of all, um, you, you want me to retort that? No, no. we don't. No, I was no, just gonna no, say no, that no, no, just no, 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 and I appreciate my boy Russell. I haven't done this in a while either. Before we really get started, I want to give a quick shout out to my boy Russell Worthy. He is the, he is the uh, the uh, graphic design artist for everything High Praise Ministries as well as Real Talk. He's our graphic design person, and apparently he's our substitute EP ex- executive producer because our, my original EP wasn't doing anything. I mean, just failed as a whole. Y'all help. Y'all pray. I get a whole new EP or something. You'll be all right. I need, I need something. Jesus, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Russell. Anyhow, also want to give a good shout-out to my boy, Mike Gibbs. He is the person who is the mastermind behind the jingle, uh, as well as my boy, Minister Rashawn Trust. He is the vocals behind the Real Talk jingle. They're my good people. If y'all, want to give, y'all need some work done, whether you need some vocals, you need a track, you need something graphically designed, hey, hit me up at, the, at uh, realtalkhpm at gmail.com. I'll put you in touch with them. They're good people to hook you up. Anyway, I want to give a shout-out to our executive producer, who's also going to be a co-host. Uh, uh, she is, of course, the queen. For lot to say hi to people. Hi, family. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We in for it. As well as... <laughs> oh, and High Praise Ministry, she's the events and training. But here at Real Talk, she is Michael's almost wife. 
What up, G? What's going on, doll? How you doing, man? G is Miss Jessica. Say hi to folks, especially. Go ahead, get, go give, give your boo a shout out. Say hi, boo. Go ahead, give your boo a shout out. <laughs> Stop. He's not my boo. As she's he's over my bae now. We'll go with that. She's over here blushing. He my bae. He my soulmate. She's been, she been over here doodling and changing her last name to yours. To Mike, um, Haynes. You sure know. was. Michael Haynes. That's my baby. But. Dang, Mike. She called. I don't know. Oh, no, no, I be joking. Now. I be joking around, but she called out your full government. I mean, if I'm going to get that step, that, I'm going to get that 10 carries, then you know, I got to I gotta make sure his name is known. Oh, bro. Bro, you hear what she's expecting. I'm, I look, look. Listen. The comments made by that's why I said it. The comments made by Jessica are her own. Please do not sue the Real Talk podcast. It's totally we are not responsible for the comments that Jessica has decided to make. All right, all right. So let's go ahead and get ready to start the show. We're gonna hit hit just a small little bit of banter before we get into our topics today. We got something different and new on on tap for y'all today. As as my two co-hosts. Ain't paying attention to nothing. I'm saying we are. We are. Well, so here we go again. I, we we ain't we ain't even five minutes in, and I'm we like, hey, help me, help me, Russell. We help ready? Me. Help me, Russell. Help me. Help me. Anyhow, so I'm making that right. Let's start with it. See what I mean? They looking on Facebook and everything. I'm not gonna have to do y'all like I do, J. Jordan, J. C. And tell y'all no social media is allowed during the real talk podcast. You ain't never said that. Happening. It's a po- you on a podcast, you're supposed to be paying attention. I am paying attention. You supposed to be paying attention. Y'all was looking at cake. Actually, it's not cake. That's it's not cake. cake. Whatever was, it wasn't a real talk podcast. I can tell you that. Y'all, I need to. I can listen. make that into a cheesecake. If, any, Ooh, if anybody would like to be a new co host <laughs> for the Real Talk podcast, please email me at realtalkhpm at gmail.com. We are in search for some new co hosts. <laughs> To help it's not my fault. Jay Jordan is not doing his job. Good. Right. No, Jay Jordan is out preaching the word of God. Hallelujah. Shama! Oh, because Game Changers right was now. good. I give him credit. Game Changers was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we ain't, we ain't promoting Game Changers. I right wasn't now. promoting. I'm just happened. saying it was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll talk about that during high praise. This ain't high praise. It's real talk. Fine. <laughs> Whatever. Besides, I won't, I, won't, I, won't let, I won't let him talk about uh, Game Changers when he gets a chance, when he gets back on the podcast. But yes, it was it was awesome. What's the banter? Very good stuff. We didn't use up most of the time. Now we got 33 seconds left in, in, in the intro oh, so segment. Back to what no, I was no, showing this you. Is, this don't make no doggone sense, y'all. This this is this this is what I this is what today is in store for. Y'all pray for me. It's a good thing I don't drink, otherwise I would be an alcoholic. I feel like I need some crack right now. Just I don't know about that. Whitney said crack is whack, so I'm listening to Whitney's dead. Smoking crack. I don't care. Look, some heroin. Some y'all help me. I need something. I need good. something, maybe a bullet. I don't know. I just need something. A bullet? Something. Or, I mean, what do you mean by a bullet? A bullet that comes out of a gun. Oh, okay, you gotta be particular. With gunpowder that shoots and kills. I need something. Need this to- is gonna be an interesting episode. Y'all pray for me, because I need some strength. All right, so with that being said, we'll be right back with a word from one of our sponsors. Hey, you guys. My name is Amanda. I'm the owner of the G Spot Accessories and More. It was founded in August of 2019. I just wanted to provide an opportunity for others to not only find self-pleasure love with a G-Spot product, but to enhance and break barriers in your sexual relationships. You can find me on Facebook at the G-Spot Accessories More or my website, the G-Spot Accessories More.net. Or also you can just give me a call at 601 480 eight two three four and to my real talk listeners 
I have a special promo code. That code is Real Talk. Go ahead and put that in now on my website, and you'll get something else. Thank you guys for listening. And we back, we back, we back. All right, so the the, the technical issues and garbage continue. Look, I just... Uh, I'm about to get some different software for this. This is getting on my nerves. Um, Anchor is wonderful, but the software I'm using in conjunction with Anchor is getting on my nerves because it keeps crashing after each segment. It takes too doggone long to get it back up. So there was a lot of surprise with what was going on, and now all of that wonderful, like, spontaneous surprise of the topic is just, just gone. So, look, just, here's what happened. So, uh, <laughs> last... Our last episode, uh, in between, uh, well, actually, even before we got started, because we were having some issues, and this time, not of the technical variety, we had some other issues that were going on, um, they decided to play this little game from, I think it's called Girls Talk, or Table Talk, or Girls Not Out Table Talks, uh, uh, Table Topics, I'm sorry, Girls Not Out Table Topics is the name of the, of the, of the questions game. And so they were. Hey, 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 hey. Hey. Russell, you see what I'm going through? When you do your podcast, bro, just make sure you do this by yourself. So, anyway, so uh, they were going back and forth with these questions. And uh, because I was, I realized I was getting frustrated with some things that were going on, I was like, let me just go ahead and just jump in this so that I can uh, uh, not lose my mind. Because the hour was getting so late, we hadn't even started the podcast. So anyhow, one of the questions that came up uh, was this. And so, yeah, we're going to, the topics that we're going to deal with today, thanks to, in large part to my uh, executive producer, who's not at this table, my boy Russell, who has decided to help out when my actual executive producer has failed at her job. Um, which is, and, which the cards, the game came from the actual executive producer, which you told me I couldn't use those. Yeah, 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 because you suggested it after they had already been done. See how this works? See? Russell, see how she's trying to take credit for what you did? You put in all this work helping out, and she's trying to take credit for what you're doing. That this, just just like them people. Anyhow. Who's them so, people? Them people. So anyhow, we uh, I can't I don't, I'm not to say the word. Oh, Jesus. Y'all talk to people. Anyhow, <laughs> we, um, <laughs> one of the questions the that video. was asked, one of the questions that was asked was, would you rather men ogle you or not? Or just give me ogle you or not look at you at all. For those who don't know what the word ogle means, it basically is gawking, looking, catcalling, staring the whole nine. Um, and so every one of my co-hosts last week or last episode all chose to be ogled. And so when we actually started the podcast in between, uh, in between segments, I wound up bringing up to the point that basically they have decided to be me too, as opposed to being left alone. Uh, like literally me too because when you are ogled like that's that's a lot of what has made a lot of women a lot of places uncomfortable if you ogle a woman at work that's sexual harassment so um i asked that question i started we had started to have that dialogue and i figured out you know what it is going it would make a really good real talk topic so I, that was always going to be a topic and so uh what i was talking to my boy rut he helped me decide on some of these other topics from this game that anyone can answer but i want to start with that um it's primarily for women but not so much just women but in this case the question is geared towards women women i'm gonna actually survey 25 other women 
And of those 25, 21 of the 25 also preferred to be me too. I mean, ogled. So the question I want to ask and have a conversation about is why is being left alone or not having the attention so that maybe you can get some peace? But why is not having the attention? So um, why does it drive y'all so crazy? Or why is it that you would prefer to have the thing happen to you that you that women in general always say you don't want to have happen? I think that there's definitely a difference in between the, the whole Me Too movement, which stemmed out of a case of rape. Absolutely. And sexual assault versus a catcalling. Absolutely. However, it has also grown to to include that because Me Too is, is, has, has grown to start talking about all of the things that women have said make them uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So catcalling, you're from New York. That's where they do it a whole, that's where it is, is the famous place for it being done. Walking down the street, hey, yo, ma, what up? Yo, blue shirt, come here. Hey, yo. All of that stuff. And women just want to get to work or they want to get to the wherever they're going without that type of using words that I've heard women use before, harassment. Yet, at the same time, say that they would rather have that than not have to be looked at at all. Well, also, it's also in where you're at. When you walk into a club and you dress a certain way and you go through all that, that's unfortunate. That's hours of work for women. Makeup, hair, that takes time. When you walk into a club, you expect to turn heads. You expect to get seen. When you on your way to work, that's not your focus. Your focus is to get to work. So, so it's 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 my fault that I find your work attire more appealing than your club attire. It's not your fault, but that's not where our focus is at that time. So you're asking how come we feel like oh when you ask that question when we go out and we get there and we like oh I'd rather be ogled or whatever mm -hmm. you use is because in that particular timing we were dressed up to be seen, not to be going to work. When I go to work and I'm well, today wasn't the best option of today. <laughs> but when I go to work and I'm dressed in my nice clothes and things like that, I'm, my focus is not on, oh, I want to be looked at. My focus is I need to be going to work. I work in an office. Looking a certain way is kind of a requirement. My job don't care. But for the most part, it's kind of a requirement to look a certain way in an office. When I go out to a club, my job is to be seen and to be looked at. So but here's the difference. So the question wasn't specifying where. The question was specifying, was simply saying, would you rather, in general, mm -hmm. men, oh, you are in general, they never look at you. Right. And based on how we answered it, and I can only go for myself, but I'm almost positive the way we all answered the same question. We based it, and I understand what you're saying, based mm -hmm. on how you worded it, but how we took it. I didn't word the question. They, they I, worded the I, I got it. I got it. I got it. How it was worded. But we also took it as we're getting dressed up to go out, to be seen. So I think I'm a little bit different on this mm -hmm. um, because when I when I do go to work, okay, except for like in my present job, <laughs> my husband works there. And then when I realized that nobody else cared about their attire as well, as long as you don't violate the principles. Oh, no, they violate them there, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, we well my, my supervisor actually had a conversation with one of our team members about said attire mm -hmm. that, that violates the company policy. So as long as you don't violate the company policy, you can basically wear whatever you want to wear. And then my husband's there, so... And, and, and to be honest with you, the only reason I don't, I don't care about it now is because my husband don't care. 
I, I used to specifically want to seek out that attention, especially when I'm going to work. Like I was a lot cuter most of the times going to work when I had an office job, um, particularly when I had that job at that law firm. I bet you was. <laughs> <laughs> I I was I was I dressed the nine. I I I played the secretary very well. Like the pencil skirts, the little top with the little bow. With just the right amount of the just the chest just yeah, nice. I'm, I'm over you. <laughs> the high heels. Good good morning, sir. May I get you a cup of coffee? The whole nine yards. <laughs> um, but I think it's ingrained in us. Like I, I even have to, I I made a conscious thought about it um after Ashley had Layla. Mm-hmm. Because I realized that it's something that's ingrained in us. Like when you see a little boy, you don't talk about how attractive he is. Right. You don't dwell on how attractive a baby boy is. But a little girl, that's the first thing we say. Oh my God! It, it, except for if she's not attractive. Let's not. <laughs> Them shoes are cute though. <laughs> right. Your outfit is cute. Look at you and your little tutu. You look so sweet with your pigtails. Her face may be trash. Cause let's not get it twisted. Some ugly babies out here. Um. But yeah, for for the most part, we emphasize from birth the attractiveness of women. Like, not only is it that men that do it, it's women that do it. Oh yeah. Like I made sure, like it it. I I had to. It took me a like a while to like really fall back from me wanting to put a whole lot of pressure on Ashley about Layla's looks because when Ashley was a baby. I didn't care what I looked like when I left the house. As long as she looked good. But them ponytails, her afro puffs had to be tight. Them bows had to be right. Um, and like her outfit, it, even when I bought her little sweatsuits, her shoes needed to match. Everything needed to be in place because oh, yeah. the last thing I wanted was somebody to say that my baby was unattractive. Not that they could have, because Ashley was a beautiful baby. <laughs> no, I got you. And I agree with you. On, I agree with you. I, but, I'm like that with mine. Like, to the point where her bobos match her dress, match her shoes, match her little purse that she's carrying. Right. Like, anniversary service showed it. Kayleen didn't play them games. Right. And she's like that now. So I do agree that it is ingrained in us at a very young age. Right. And it's ingrained in us just by the way we... I also believe it's ingrained in us based on TV. It is. Like... like is is hugely ingrained in us based on TV. So if it's like something that we do, even like unconsciously, like we emphasize the the looks of a woman, I I think that when it doesn't happen, like to be honest with you, like when I studied Islam and we got to, I was I was on board. I'm like, oh, okay, discipline, the prayer, the change in my lifestyle, the change in my eating. You want me to cover what? <laughs> You want me to do who? Cause okay, I could I could probably cover my hair, but you saying I can't? My skirt too short, but my skirt at my knees, and this is okay for the Baptist church, right? But this not okay here. Like we was having a conversation like that at work today, like in the Bridgerton lifestyle, like oh your ankles are out, you're a harlot. No, what you what you mean? Right, <laughs> it's just ankles, like and, and even in situations like that of Victorian times. So we would get offended at an ankle, but your breasts are boosted to the top of your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even see nothing because the corset, 
It's I so studied tiny. the history of fashion. Them puppies better be lifted to God, like literally, that he can't even see you or your sin because all he sees is your cleavage. <laughs> so I do agree with that. But I mean, I guess that's just the way I think of it, though. In general, when I get dressed up, I'm dressed up for that. But when I when when I do it, I do it to specifically to be dressed up to be seen. Right. Like when I go to work, despite the fact. I give my sisters they credit. They got me reevaluating how I dress and how I look to look a certain part mm-hmm. for work to the point where I'm now that little secretary at work. Hi, how are you? Mm-hmm. My hair is done. My makeup is on point. My heels are high. My skirt is tight. All that good stuff. But when I go out, i.e. when we had our day, our girls' night, things like that, that's when I'm like, I want to be looked at. And I don't even think that's about other men. Like, like real talk, we want your attention. Like, the fact that certain members of our party missed the fact that we got a slow clap as we ex- yes. as we climbed and excelled the staircase. Yeah. <laughs> like we want that. Like I and, and I guess especially with me, a part of a part of me. Um, growing up being very aware of how I looked and how much I was different and what the standard of beauty was back in the eighties. Yes, I'm that old. I <laughs> She don't, she don't look at though. She don't look at it. I'm so jealous. She, I'm is, so, she is so upset that she, that she no longer will get carded, will get a, a long card. Because when they look at the license, they see 19s on the license. They know I'm too old to be carded. I'm sorry. For those of y'all don't, who, they, who don't catch that, if, in order to drink, you have to be 21. Well, if it's you were born before 2000, um, you're, you're already 21. <laughs> All that you see is 19 on the year. And she saw a, a, a video on Instagram. And that's messed her up because she just realized, oh, my God, I will never have to be long-carded ever again. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, sorry. That's a whole nother topic right there. But, like, I, I, for me, I have always been conscious of my, of, of how I look. Like, and to not get that kind of attention because I didn't get that kind of attention. Like, for me, it was ingrained in me that I was dark-skinned. And for, since probably third or fourth grade I've worn glasses so and, and even one of my ex-fiancés well I won't call his name when he when me and him first met that's the first thing thank he you for s- screwing up <laughs> um like from the time we first met he all he emphasized oh you dark skin and you got a big nose and four eyes and 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 for me I was like well how do I excel past something Stop it. <laughs> How do I sail past something that is genetically who I am? And if your standard of beauty is that you be light-skinned with long hair, then that means that I'm never going to get a chance, that this will always work against me. So I put emphasis into how I look. So if I don't get that response when I want it, like now I don't care. And I don't know what is happening with me other than getting older no, and being married. married. You're married. Like older Dude, and being. It's not even, it's not even marriage. I promise you it's age. No, it's age too. Cause like, I'm to the point where I really don't care. No more. Like, like I will leave the house. Like as long we, as we don't leave the house in a thigh cap and some slippers, we straight. But I have. <laughs> I'm going to need you to do better. Monique is going to come for you. Now. Don't let <laughs> Monique I, come for I, you. I don't have. Like, don't let Monique come for you. Like the first time that I realized, like, well, me and my husband were in a relationship. Can I just say you? Okay. I don't know. That sounded weird. I was like, me and my husband. Like, you're not sitting right here. That's so weird. <laughs> Um, like, like the first time that I realized like that you were going to be spending the night and I had to like make sure 
Like, like I didn't know what point of our relationship do I let you know that a lot of the time it wasn't my hair and that you'd have to see me without a wig. Because I can remember the first night That's we slept together. Slept. Let me clear that up. I've never seen a wig before. But still, like, like this. now you have to see behind the closed door. Do you know how many guys that I have been with that don't know that. that I don't that I wear wigs? Mm, you don't think, no. <laughs> okay, so, okay except for the one guy who snatched it off wing. When you talk about that, that's, that's, that's real talk. We know. Uh, we we just don't always say nothing. <laughs> but, yeah. But, like, for the most when the first time that I, a guy caught me and realized that I had actual hair under my wig and went off on me, <laughs> he was like, your hair is longer than the wig. That's a wig? And you put your hair is, I don't understand. And I was like, it's not for you to understand. This is what I do. This is me. I'm not bald. I just like wigs. <laughs> but like, but like that kind of, that is psychological and social conditioning that we have. Like we don't think of it like, and, and Lee, let me please emphasize this. No woman wants to be raped. That's totally different. Oh no, we're, we're, yeah, we're, 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 we're not talking in terms but, of, of that extreme. Right. But my, my point in it is, is that to a small degree, that kind of, I call what, what workplace calls it, that kind of harassment mm -hmm. can escalate to. Yeah. It can. It, yeah. it can, but I, I don't, we don't specifically, we don't want that attention for that. For us, it's an acknowledgement because that's always, if most women think about it, it's always how we've been either negatively or positively addressed because of our looks. Exactly. So to get no attention whatsoever. That means your looks or something's wrong with it. That that means that something's wrong but with that's me. That's my point. That's why I found this question so fascinating and the and the discussion around it that I knew would happen to be so fascinating because so the lack of attention makes you feel like something's wrong with it, right? Mm -hmm. And to a degree I get that. At the same time, it is being taught to us speaking from a man's perspective, from this being taught to us, don't do that because this is not what we want. I'll give you a good example. And I love this example. Uh, one of my favorite comedians of all time, you've heard me talk about him a number of times. One of my favorite comedians of all time is Patrice O'Neill. He's in my top five. He is one of the most underrated, greatest, dead, ignorant comedians you will ever know. He don't care what he says, right? So he was, ha he was doing his bit. And a lot of his bits weren't are really like written down bits. They are just spontaneous on the spot. Here's some stuff to talk about. And his brain just works that way. So he's having this conversation with the audience. And he talks, he's talking to the female members of the audience. And he says, here's your problem. And he always talks to women by saying, here's your problem. Mm -hmm. He says, here's your problem. He said, you all say that men over-sexualize you, but you don't know who you are. You don't know what you want. And so you're the ones who teach us to over-sexualize you. And all the women in the audience went crazy. No, we got that. He said, okay, cool. I got you. So let's say, he said, and this is, his, this is his statement. He said, let's say your vagina stops working. You got into some horrible kind of an accident and it doesn't work anymore. It's closed up, don't work. How would you keep your man? And, he was and this lady in the front row was like, I know. So he said, so how would you keep your man? And she said, I still got a mouth. And the one next to her was like, and if I ain't got a mouth, I got a hand. And the one next to her was like, and if I ain't got a hand, I got a butthole. What? Yeah. 
They were talking about all the different holes they got in the hole, and, and all of the women in the audience were clapping and agreeing. We can keep our man. He said, see, that's the problem. Not one of you all said, I'm going to spend some more time with him. I'm going to learn to do the things that he likes to do. I'm going to take interest in the things he takes interest in. I'm going to talk to him some more. I'm gonna None of those types of things. Everything y'all said was sexual when the question had nothing to do with sex. Mm -hmm. He said, other than, other than sex, you don't know how to deal with us. But you blame us for over-sexualizing. That's why I found this question fascinating because we're taught don't look at women. Don't women aren't always interested in looks. They don't want you always knowing about the looks. They don't want you to be seen. They don't want to be looked at you. Da, 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 da. That's what most men are taught, especially in my bracket. Now these young cats are can I don't know what they're being but, taught because they got their butt, their pants around the ankle. So I don't know what they're being taught. But <laughs> but this is really a, a still a new age mentality. Like I can go back to having conversations with my mom. Um, and going out with my father and my stepfather and their emphasis, like my dad, like did not. And it, I've seen some of the women he have dated and it's been sketchy here, there and up there <laughs> and around there. Um, but my dad had an emphasis on a woman needs to look a certain way. And my dad was born in the 1930s. I so believe. is that is that a standard preference? Or is that set? Or but is no, that but that, but up until okay, so you are the exception to the rule. I don't think so, but go ahead. But I'll, I'll allow for the, for the sake of like for your age group and 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 your particular um, socio environment, you are the exception to the rule because mm -hmm. of her, of of where you because of how you came up mm -hmm. and because of the age range you came up in. Mm -hmm. Like you're an exception to the rule, but the mm -hmm. majority of men who are older, and this is a conversation that's now being taught to younger men like your age and down because somewhere it got from, okay, a woman's standard of a beauty, like like the trophy wife is a real, like a real 1940s, 1950s principle. Mm -hmm. um, and that the wife should be able to, like you need to come home, she needs to have dinner prepared, you know, she needs to be in high heels and an apron and mm -hmm. pearls and hair pinned up and red lipstick like that. Like that mentality has like trickled down and somehow it got skewed to the point where it was okay. I can look at the secretary who is in her shapely in her attire till if you want to get ahead, I'm going to have to, excuse my lack of language, I'm going to have to get some head. Like somewhere the mentality got skewed for men in there. So now they had to go back and reteach. Now they have this thing where, cause they they went from just looking mm -hmm. to touching and touching is what became a problem. Which I don't dispute touching is a problem. My, my question still stands in terms of from a man's perspective because of what we're taught, what we're being taught. Because here's the thing I also question now. Is it something that we skew? Well, we, we like men in general. We catch a lot, and, and it's warranted. Don't get me wrong, men. I ain't saying a whole lot of a whole, a whole lot of stuff we catch is not. It is absolutely warranted. At the same time, I'm also saying that we catch a whole lot of flack for stuff that we're just following y'all's lead on. So I, I, I'll give you an example that's not even anywhere in this realm, but it still works. Mm -hmm. Me and you, me and Falana, we have a conversation all the time. Uh, about men in sag, and now these skinny jeans, these yeast infection jeans that these men are wearing now. Uh, 
we get the conversation becomes well the problem is is that men are being taught to do it da, 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 da. i said no that's not the problem the problem is, is that women are accepting it some woman liked it and, ran, and they ran with and it. every man has run with it since and every woman has it's be, we follow y'all chris rock said I, comedians are, are, are wonderful sources of, of quotable information for me chris rock said it best he said listen do you understand that 90 percent of what a man does is to catch a woman if it was up to a man, a man ain't don't need to drive a fancy car. Don't care. A man ain't trying to get a house. Don't care. Don't want. Don't. don't most men. Well, I won't say most. A lot of men don't even want to be clean. We do it for a woman because a dirty man is hard, is not really gonna catch a woman. A man with a with a decent car with a, with a hoopty car is gonna have a hard time getting a woman. A man with a decent job or without a decent job is gonna have a hard time catching a woman. A man without some type of conversation is gonna have a hard time catching a woman. If you don't have certain things in mind, you're not gonna wind up attracting the opposite species. Species. Yes. <laughs> I say it that way because in the animal kingdom, there are things that that the male of the species does to attract the female. Mm -hmm. So for humans, there are things that we as men do to attract the woman, right? Mm -hmm. Everything we do, if you tell us y'all don't like it, more times than not, men gonna stop doing it. I said more times, I ain't say all times. Look, I, no, I, yeah, I, you already, you, 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 you already going on you. <laughs> you already said I'm the exception to the rule. He was gonna go in on you because. <laughs> but here's the thing: I, the reason I'm the exception to the rule is because I don't do things. To attract her, I never really did. When we first got together, I wasn't doing things to attract her. I personally was following how God was leading me. My personality has been shaped by Christianity and how I grew up in it, and then how I evolved in it. That's how my person. That's why I so, said you're a product of your socio environment. No, and that's why I said I, I'm not disagreeing with that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I was also saying I'm not the only man like that. Mm -hmm. Aside from no, I'm how not I saying that up. all men are like that. But I'm saying like in 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 and, and because I'm not a man and I've never been a man. I'm not even Jesus. <laughs> Lord, hey, holla. oh, I'm sorry. Really? I'm sorry. I just I felt really? a praise break deep in my spirit really? for that. I'm sorry. Yeah, because I. <laughs> You know, and I, I've never raised a man, so I don't, I don't under, I've, I can't say that I have personal knowledge of it, but every time that I've, like, conversations that I've had with men, mm -hmm. that either they learned it from their father, when the father was present, or some male family member, or because it happened in society. So, like, for one of my friends, like, like, he was like, after we got older, because we grew up together. After we got older, he was like, well, I always thought you were cute. But we had a conversation, like him and other boys on the playground, mm -hmm. about who was attractive. And you didn't fit the bill. Mm -hmm. Like, you're not, because other people said you weren't attractive. Then, so, therefore, I couldn't ever say anything to you. Mm -hmm. Because that's, like, your friend was attractive. And I won't call her by her name, because she light-skinned. She had green eyes. Mm -hmm. But you, you weren't attractive. So once everybody agreed that you weren't on the attractive list, then I had to treat you a certain way because that's what everybody else did. And I didn't want to be different. I broke up. So, right. well, well, you can call it that, but watch watch the parallel. Because I, I, this, is, this is kind of a chicken or the egg kind of a conversation. Because watch the parallel. I guarantee you, 
in that same time frame, like what we would call light-skinned people were in. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if it was light-skinned men who were in first or light-skinned women who were in first. And for those of y'all who are going to get super deep, yes, I know the mentality comes from slavery and all that garbage. But come on, let's not go that far back. But so at the same time, he was saying, you're too dark and you don't fit. Mm. Someone else, some there were uh, there was a group of women who were looking at the boys on the playground with the same mentality of they're too dark. Because I can remember oh, I when being an African booty scratcher was in was one of the things that you said to a black dude. I was one of them. That yeah, was my thing back in the day. Yeah, yeah, like you were completely not my type when we got together. But you know that. But yeah, but the, but the, that's the, because like so in my home, like my dad, I don't now looking back at him. I, I guess my mom would would have considered her because me and my mom are the same complexion. Like I guess my mom would have considered him to be light skinned, but he really wasn't. He was mm-hmm. like more like a caramel, mm-hmm. but he wasn't like dark as I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but he wasn't light like either. And my stepfather, he was light, like mm-hmm. to the point. My grandfather, God rest his soul, but he grew up in that era. He came out of sharecropping, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, my whole family history was slavery. Um, but he was born what they would have termed mulatto back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, the first time he met him, he was like, oh, my God, look, you done got you a good white man. Because he was light-skinned. Like, mm-hmm. my my younger brother and sister's father was light-skinned. With all this, he had, like, well, you know, the majestic big 70s afro. So he had all this black and my mom would press his hair so the time that my dad my my grandfather had met him she had pressed out his hair and he had the front the roller set mm-hmm. and it was draping and he had the beard and he oh, the was, ice, ice tea look. oh okay. he was okay. oh, he was killing it he was cute and <laughs> and so but that's the way like i like so if this to me it was like okay if this is what my mom dates then this is what i'm supposed to do like, not that she ever told me that there was a difference, but I can't tell you, now that I'm thinking about it, my mom has never been with a dark-skinned man. Which, again, still kind of parallels to the point that I was making in terms of, so it's it's all in a preference kind of a thing, yes. But I, I think that comes but from, like... It also comes from your household, though. Like, like your socioeconomic upbringing. So, like... I, 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 and I have to agree with that because my father is the same way. Like, I've, <laughs> my dad done conquered half of Atlanta. I ain't gonna lie. My dad conquered. Like, poor, mm-hmm. poor man. Poor baby. But all the females I've seen him date or I've kept tabs of him dating have been light skinned. Like, my stepmom, no lie, I, when I first met her, daddy, you did a fat white woman. Like, those are my words to her. And mm-hmm. she was like, oh my God. I'm like, you are like she was Indian, like from India. Like mm. she was light skinned. I think the darkest my dad has dated was my mom. And my mom is yellow. Like my grandmother has a stick a stick. My dad my grandmother cannot stand none of the females my dad has ever dated. None of when he's married, none of when he's dated. And her words were you date all these light skinned females, like our complexion is not good enough for you. To the point where I'm like, okay, cool. Well, my dad, who raised me, dates light-skinned people. <laughs> this is what I'm attracted to then, because this is what I've grown up, and this is what I've seen that they've dated. I've never seen my father date a dark-skinned woman. I've never seen my mama date a dark-skinned man. It's always been light-skinned. To the point where I got Kayleen, 
her dad's Asian. <laughs> it felt like literally fell in line with that. So I do believe it's part of your upbringing as well. Shouts out to Killer Kai. Um, at the same Stop time, that. <laughs> that's, my, that's my girl, Killer Kai. My girl, my girl, Killer Kai. I mean, it's um, like, like if you if you really think about it, like it, it it's it's who we were. Unfortunately, not created by God, but molded by our society and our socioeconomic upbringing that dictates this. Like me having, I've always and 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 I I had to sit back and really think about it. I I was I purposely surrounded myself with attractive women. So like I belong to this group and I'm not going to name the name of the group on Facebook. And I, I, I'm me being older now. I'm like, why is, if we're women looking to make friends with other women, why does every woman's profile looks like a dating profile? A dating like profile, why yeah. does she need to be full makeup, <laughs> up, yeah. full lipstick out in a bikini? <laughs> so like I haven't posted my picture on it other mm-hmm. than the one, the one picture where they were talking about couples. And I was like, okay, because I don't, you know, you know, you, mm-hmm. we don't have a lot of pictures because my husband don't like to take pictures. Show don't. So the one picture that I could that. come up with real quick to respond to this post was like, oh my God, because I want to meet some other couple friends. Mm-hmm. Like I want to like meet some other people. Don't get me wrong. I love Maya and Jay Jordan, but other than them, we really haven't interacted with a lot of other couples. But so I, I was like, um, I got to put this picture up and I'm, I don't like, I'm not gonna put up like, I, matter of fact, I don't even think I got no ugly pictures of us together. Every picture with me in it is an ugly picture. Shut up. Shut up. Let's just call it what it is. Shut up. Yeah. No, look, no, let's it. call it what it is. Anyway, continue. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so like other than, and, and I was like, Hey, look, don't get weird. Cause my husband's in his clergy robe. <laughs> oh, you put that picture. Up. That picture, like that's the one like that's on the outside of the um. God, I hate that photo. Even know what I'm talking about. Yes. Okay. But because I'm sitting down, and I see my fat roll in it. I'm gonna need you to do better. You worse than this. That's one why I here. don't like that photo. That photo was like to actually to help Ashley with her photography. No, it wasn't. Yes, that it photo was. wasn't. That photo was because Michelia, who was who was the EP. Oh, uh, ask us to do the photo shoot. Yeah, because uh, Catch the Fire was one of the better uh, best uh, programs on, and she wanted to spotlight us, mm-hmm. draw more people to Holy Hills. I remember because I was mad taking the picture. I don't know because y'all took too many doggone pictures. They took you too looked long like long. you was mad. They took you too long taking the picture. So it took pissed. seven hours taking the picture. Ashley was studying photography, you and she was pissed. a photography student trying the best she could, and he was not being cooperative. Anyway, so I saw all that the like. There's there's something ingrained in us, and I can't tell you where it started at, but I can only speak for my mm-hmm. circumstances. Like I, I I had to sit there and really think about it. I started scrolling through like my Facebook and looking at my friends, like my female friends who I really call my friend, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I ain't got no I like my the ones I really call friends. I ain't got no ugly friends, and I was like, oh my god, have I been judging women this whole time too? Yes. yes. Because oh my god like technically like i've been like so i've always been like i knew i wasn't as as, as attractive of my as my friends you're better looking than all of your friends i've seen stop it i i I've don't seen them. i don't consider myself to be like i got you but i was like you know technically then i was kind of the ugly duckling out of the group mm-hmm. don't put that i was the same way with my friends too like, yes i always it's like i seem like i always surround myself with people who i would feel was prettier than me mm-hmm. and it wasn't like even intentional like i had to, i got this one friend i'm gonna call her by just her first name 
her name Erin. Mm-hmm. What up? She real light skin. Mm-hmm. You can tell she black and white. Her hair just is you could just tell. She All Karen? No. Nah, best friend? No, nah, she's not Karen. Like Yentl is Karen. Alana's <laughs> best friend's name is Karen. Oh she's no, not, not that Karen. Karen no, no. Karen I'm sorry, let me refer to her, but what what we, we, the we what the family refers to Michelle. <laughs> no, she's she's not Karen. Okay. But she's she's just, you know, she's really, really like to the point where like her her husband was very obsessed with how pretty she was. She he felt everybody was trying to talk to her. Mm-hmm. And like I never forget my boyfriend telling me that, oh well, technically she's prettier than you. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Like, and I'm not trying to be rude, but you can just tell by certain certain aspects of her that make her pretty. You can tell she's mixed. Mm-hmm. Her eyes are a certain color. It's just certain things that naturally make her prettier than you based on how this world sees her. Mm-hmm. I've always had friends like that. Yentl, Yentl is black and white with, with green eyes. Mm-hmm. So it's I understand exactly where you come from. It's like I was always that person who was just average compared to all my other friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and I'm be looking through my Facebook page too. I'm like, oh, okay, so um. Yeah, I'm the ugly one out of all my friends. Okay, I might need to do better. <laughs> right. I, I, I think that for me, like when we when we finally got grown and we started going out and going to clubs, especially when we used to go, <laughs> all my Chicago people, the taste on Thursday nights. Anyway. <laughs> That's not flashback, sure flashback. 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 Um, <laughs> don't twerk down memory. Okay, sorry. No, oh, okay. Not. Um but yeah, when we started going out, the group of us like made a conscious decision to go out. I was like, look. Cause like Karen, Karen has always looked okay. She ain't always been blonde. She's been blonde since adulthood, but she has naturally got jet black hair. <laughs> but she has always been like like the standard, mm-hmm. you know. And then people love Shatira, her little sweet look and her little cute little mo. <laughs> and you know, Stacy has always been beautiful. Like Stacy is a timeless beauty to me. Like this chick is not aging, and I really hate her. <laughs> and Joy is just a sex kitten, but like. <laughs> All of my friends, like, so stop it. When we got old enough to start going out, I was like, man, I, I like, in order to compete with their like natural baseline, I got to step my game all the, all way. the way up. So I'm quick to, I was like, oh, are we going out? Like, after the first time we went out, I was like, oh, we going out? Oh, I got to have the shortest skirt. These legs got to be out because this is one of my best assets. I got breasts. They don't have breasts like I got. I got to put these puppies out there. These my shirt see through. You go. I got to buy the best bras until I couldn't fit Victoria's Secret and <laughs> Fredericks of Hollywood no more. Take so they got that big. Uh, I mean, I had to. I had to really step my game up. I had started wearing makeup because I, I was never a big fan of makeup. I'm like that take that just take too long. <laughs> I got I can't leave the house without an earring on. I got my ears pierced in adulthood just so I could meet the standard. <laughs> like, and guys were like, we don't care. <laughs> yeah, we and that's the thing at, right. at all. And so we're gonna wrap this topic up because we are, are like almost ten minutes over time frame. Sorry. Uh, no, that's all right. It's good. It's good. It's a good discussion. I like I like stuff like this. I I always know that the first topic is going to go over, which is why I have it as the first topic, because it allows me to figure out the rest of the show, and we still go over. But that's not the point. Um, so, yeah, it, it's it's the thing where um, we as men, I, I want y'all men to understand something. I, I don't want y'all to feel as bad as some of y'all sometimes do, because as you hear, women are worse than us. Uh, they judge each other mm-hmm. more harshly than we do. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and they actually like the attention more than we would like to give it to. Uh, but here's what I want you all to think about. We're going to go to break on this. I want, as you, especially women, but everybody in general, as you start to recognize, actually, I would like you first to try to start recognizing your attention-seeking behavior. And then as you start to recognize your attention-seeking behavior, ask yourself, where does it come from and why do I do it? We'll be back from right after this word from our sponsor. Hey, everyone. So jewelry will not only enhance your outfit, but also your mood and confidence. Maya Jordan, your favorite paparazzi consultant, has all the fabulous looks at an even more fabulous price. Also, ask me how to join the winning team and make your own income. I love what I do, and you can too. Add me on Facebook. Again, my name is Maya, M-A-Y-A Jordan, and feel free to inbox me for more info. (laughs) We back, we back. All right. So, uh, listen, if y'all hear us with our mouths full, it sounds like we're eating in the midst of this topic, in the midst of this, this portion of the broadcast. We are. Um, we just finally getting dinner at ten forty. So yeah, that's Pray not for us. nothing new. Mm-hmm. Look, anybody ask you <laughs> and, and, and your old lady eating dinner at three thirty in the afternoon? It wasn't three thirty in the afternoon. <laughs> what you mean? Exactly what I said. Well, of course. See, this is what happens when you get when you get that cut. You get up there in age. You, you don't understand meanings and stuff. You don't know time. You don't know nothing. Don't pray, listen to him. Pray for the old lady. Pray. For I'm the praying old for the old man. <laughs> See, 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 see how she mixed up lady and man. See, this what you I'm the one with about the right messed there. up hip and knee. Mm-hmm. Listen, are, are, are we going? Are we going to talk about me- things that are messed up on people? No, really, good, re- re- really high blood pressure, <laughs> bro. Let me tell you, okay. <laughs> really, I, really, salt is my is my kryptonite right now. Is that what we're going to talk about? That racetrack chicken, no. <laughs> that racetrack chicken, no. <laughs> Every day. For three weeks straight, it'll do that to you. That's what we talking about? That's what we going with. That's my mm-hmm. story. I'm sticking to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Having to pray to Jesus every day that my foot don't get amputated. That's what we talking about right there? <laughs> no, huh? not, right there? That's that's wrong. Wrong. not amputated, no. Because cause I, I had some salt. Oh, I know. I, that's why you moved down here, here to Atlanta. You couldn't stay up in New York. They put too much salt on the streets for during the wintertime. What you mean? She, no. she stepped on the salt and her blood pressure spike up. That sounds about right, too, man. <laughs> I can see that happening. Anyhow, anyhow. This is why we need so this is, this is, so we're going to be eating a little bit, so y'all just bear with us, but we're going to keep the podcast rolling. We're going to go through some topics a little bit, somewhat rapid fire, so forgive the abrupt breaks on some of these. But I want to try to get through all of these in this segment so we can get to the real talk banter at the end and close up. But these are also from that game that I'm not going to keep mentioning because they're not paying me. They're not a sponsor. So that game that I mentioned at the top of the, of the broadcast, yeah, the, these questions come from them as well. So in this order, which my, my good executive producer, the one who doesn't fail me, he <laughs> helped me pick the order out for. Here's the next question. You better be glad my mouth full. Don't say nothing behind that. Don't say <laughs> nothing behind that. Well, just well, continue the with the question. Well, just here's the thing. Um, continue with her the mouth, question. If her mouth is full, I wouldn't say anything behind it. It would be saying it in front of it. Continue so anyway, with here is the, the question. question. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Here's the question. Um, what do you miss about being young? And by young, it is talking about... Uh, I'm, I'm guessing based off the way the question is actually phrased, I had to re- reword it just a little bit. Um, like your your early years, your preteen years. Like 
preteen and lower or just pre-teen? yeah preteen and lower okay um honestly i miss how innocent i used to look at the world okay back in the day before i realized how screwed up the world really is i miss how innocent the world looks something as simple as looking at a disney movie was just innocent back in the day to you not to me I'm, you don't count because you're not a known person I've, I've never i mean i get the sentiment but i've never that i can recall ever looked at the world through rose-colored glasses i just you yeah. also was saved at the age of two so you don't count oh, I think whatever <laughs> but like even to this day i love disney i do because it gives me that sense of innocence that i don't have anti-semite anyway that i don't have as an adult right now everything to me is something's going wrong in the world something is bad something is happening some mm-hmm. some kid done got shot this didn't happen donald trump done messed up somewhere something didn't happen back in the day when you was watching disney and you was like the little mermaid oh it's so cute she liked the prince he liked her it was innocent back in the day you mean disney the movie who the, the place who almost every movie starts off with somebody's parent dying or being dead i'm not gonna lie yes that particular disney but when you're Bambi, a kid his you mama died you focus on that. when you're a kid you don't see that ariel ain't had no mama because her mama died she was in peter pan shut up <laughs> <laughs> everybody's mama is dying yeah, why does know, disney hate mamas <laughs> i don't know but back in the day when you was a kid you wouldn't see it that way you saw it as oh jasmine fell in love with a street rat and that's what it is because a street rat ain't had no parents because they died too uh no he had a dad hush Oh, that didn't have no daddy. Yes, he did the third one. <laughs> his daddy was dead. His daddy was the king of thieves in the third one. Yeah, they brought some crap in just to try to make some more money. That's called Disney money. <laughs> his daddy was an original dad, and one of the only one that really counts. His daddy was dead. Okay, the point is that in your, your kid, dead. your father is dead. Wow. <laughs> wow. The point is that back in the day when you was a kid, most kids you don't count Jesse, but most kids they looked at the world innocently. I think I count. No, I count to me, to, uh, to you and God, and maybe Philanda at times. You know, on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesdays and Thursdays, <laughs> but that's my answer. <laughs> um, in the words of Angelica from the Red Rats, oh, I got responsibilities. <laughs> I hate responsibilities. What? Who you telling, man? Oh my God! When I learned that being an adult meant that I had to pay bills and have responsibilities now nah, I'm about to be a, I'm, I'm, I'm having a child and I got to be responsible for keeping this one alive I brought her into this world and I got to maintain her living dude oh man it was fun to get mail when you was a kid <laughs> right you remember playing house and getting married nobody told us back then no I don't remember doing any of that oh sorry well, you I, don't count you don't count I, I played house and and we had we had the doll and the doll you didn't have to worry about killing and then we was husband and wife and then all we had to do was hi honey i'm home hi honey i'm home cook the dinner and go to sleep and go to sleep that was it and then if we kissed that was the excitement (laughs) now i gotta have sex i gotta maintain a a sex life in my marriage oh sorry i'm sorry y'all look sorry there my fault my fault i I heard sex life i just got a little they may get on your nerves. You they can't may. just walk. They, they may get on your nerves. Right. You they can't just up. walk away. You got to go okay. before a judge. No, because you got to go before a judge. You got papers now. Uh, you got, I got responsibilities. And as soon as you go before uh, the judge, you also going to have to go before the pallbearer. 
<laughs> gotta go before the judge, you know. But don't worry, though. When you go before the judge, they gotta pay all your bills, though. They gotta pay your court fees. That's why you're going before the pallbearer. Right anyway, you go before the judge. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna, here's the order you're gonna go before the judge, then the pallbearer, then Jesus. As long as you're saved. That's when they married to you. So I feel bad for you. That's all that count. That's all that matters. <laughs> But yeah, responsibilities. Oh my goodness, responsibilities. Not responsibilities, responsibilities. Responsibilities. They suck. (laughs) I'm having to pay bills. People keep coming around asking for money at the same time every month, every paycheck. But you don't even get all your money. And I don't even get all my money. I I I kid you not. The first time I fit, I got my first paycheck and I saw FICA. Who is these people? When did they work? Because I worked. Why are you taking money out of my account? I don't know you. When do I get this back? What do you mean I don't get that back? So let me get this straight. So I work. You take money out of my paycheck. You give my money to somebody called Social Security and federal taxes and state tax. And occasionally, depending on how much money I make, I may get money back from the state and the federal, but I will never see this social security again in my lifetime. Then I'm paying other people's social security. So my grandma, I'm taking, paying her social, I'm paying for her living right now. So I can add her to my dependents, right? She's my dependent. Right, right. but no, she's not a dependent though. When I found all that out, I was like, this is a racket. This is worse than insurance. Oh, by the way, now I got to have insurance because in the event that I die, life, if I die, don't nobody pay for my fuel. I hate responsibilities. So for me. Were you ever young? That's debatable. (laughs) Um, Like, really, my answer in general there's nothing. I don't miss anything about not a thing about being young. But for the sake of the question, I thought about it. I had to come up with something that I still that I liked. Mm-hmm. I don't say miss it, but I like it, so I'll put it that way. Saturday morning cartoons and good cartoons in general. Yes, SpongeBob getting on my nerves. Oh, like, SpongeBob is the devil. So my granddaughter Layla, she watches this garbage. Like baby shark. Every time, and if it was just that garbage, I could get it because the song is crap. Excuse me. Oh, burger coming back to haunt me. <laughs> it is crack. Like, I get it. You know, somebody made a jingle good enough. To, that's, that's, this, that's this generation. This is a song that never ends. Mm-hmm. That's all this is. Or the wheels on the bus go round and round. Like, that's what this song, that's what they, and they made it. I get it. Or back but thing. all of the other, Big I facts. said kids. Big facts. I said kids. Oh, okay. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Lord have mercy. But like all of the rest of the cartoons that they watch are garbage. Like Dragon Ball Z, mm. He-Man, Transformers. Mm. Mm. The cartoon after the G.I. Um, Joe. Mm. She-Ra. She-Ra. How about when you came home from middle school and you got to watch the Animaniacs or you mm. got to watch Tiny Toon Adventures or on Saturday morning, you wake up to Looney Tunes. And, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like real cartoons, or as you got just a little bit older, this is slightly into that preteen era, but you still had do 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 Like when television was great. You know what I mean? Now they had this. I don't. I feel so bad. Rick and Morty for our for these kids. No, Rick and Morty is it's not funny, but it's I get it. I get why people like it. Teen Titans go. 
that's that's a bootleg Justice League. Don't don't play with me. Like I just, I mean, I, I got you. If there was anything that I would say I miss, it's cartoons. But because I don't really watch cartoons like that anymore, as is anyway, it's fine. But I'm it's not a morning cartoon. Just cartoons and good cartoons in general. Good, clean, fun. Me and Ashley was we were watching one of her t- childhood shows recently. Which one? Um. Oh, Drake. Drake and Josh. Oh, Drake and Josh, yeah. And we we were sitting there watching it, and she was like, this is inappropriate. Why is this on Nickelodeon? When your 25-year-old says the TV is inappropriate. It's inappropriate. <laughs> it's inappropriate. I'm like, oh, my God. There's Layla. I don't know what to do for you. You're in trouble. Like, my baby was watching, before she turned 10, she had double digits now. I'm not doing myself. I'm old. Mm-hmm. Sorry, actually, Jessica. I've always been old, but okay. <laughs> anyway, but it's like when she was like, you know, six and seven, she was so into Teen Titans Go. Just all the dancing they did, all the twerking. I'm like, why are you twerking? Like, who does this on kids' networks? Like, what people happened? who have no idea what makes a good cartoon. Mm-hmm. Like me, so me and my boyfriend, me and my ex boyfriend was like, what happened to like Rugrats? And at the latest. The fairly odd parents before it starts stupid. Oh yeah, because they started getting stupid. Weird. But like in the beginning of it, like what happens to things like that? Then you got SpongeBob. I swear, SpongeBob is the devil. I don't care nobody say. <laughs> SpongeBob is a demon. <laughs> like <laughs> you've never heard somebody have so much vitriol for SpongeBob in my life. He is a demon. He is a weed. Like he's unsaturated <laughs> Nickelodeon. Like it's SpongeBob. Hey, 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 if there was no SpongeBob, we wouldn't have the mean. All right, I'm out. <laughs> I mean, but I'm just saying, like, like he is the only cartoon you see on Nickelodeon now. Yeah, it's just SpongeBob. Like, I, was, I, my roommate, as I call her, has cable. Ironic, like real cable. I was so shocked when I found out. <laughs> real cable, and like I was clicked on Nickelodeon, and it was a marathon of SpongeBob from twelve in the morning to twelve that next morning. Just SpongeBob. I'm like, that's. T- 24 freaking hours. And the fact that that even had to be a debate whether or not him and Patrick were in a sexual relationship. I was like, I'm done with childhood. Is Mr. Krabs Pearl's dad? Like, right. dude, for real? I'm done. I'm done. No, bro, no. What happened to Mrs. Puff's husband? It was too much going on with that. Mm-mm, no, SpongeBob's a, he's a devil. <laughs> oh, that's my story. Stick to it. <laughs> Wow. So we're going to go ahead and move on. <laughs> um, I'm going to skip this next question because I just realized it's so close to the time that you actually have already answered it. I'm going to leave it on. It's still on bucket list. It's still on bucket list. So we're going to move on from that one. Oh, you should do that. Was fun. That was a fun question. Ooh. Oh, this one's going to take a minute. And Russell, you, you predict this one's probably going to take a minute. We're going to see how, how much of a minute it's going to take. So how yeah, was your... Un- do the deck for these questions. How was your understanding of God and religion? How has your understanding oh, of question. God and religion changed throughout your life? Elder. Oh, we don't want to start with me because I say too long. <laughs> <laughs> we do want to start with you. Um, for me, it has been completely life-altering. To know me is to know that I am very open-minded. I'm very inquisitive. I, I, I'm a more of a logic based person i need scientific fact so having an upbringing where religion was a choice for me and like studying all kinds of religions i done studied everything from satanism to christianity and everything in between 
I've studied Wicca, I've, everything. I've studied it. You named it, I studied it, I tried it. Yeah. Oh man, is it true? Cat, what you say? I didn't get that far into it because it didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Let me just be honest with you. After logic, when we start throwing logic and sense out of the window, I can't deal with it. So the higher you are, the not close to you are. Yeah, yeah. The higher, the the more I learned, the less I was like, that don't make no sense. Yeah, I'm sorry. And the only thing that ever got close is then it was the consequences behind it. Um, was when I practiced voodoo. It was the consequences behind it I was just not willing to take. I was like, so let me get this straight. There are spirits and elements in this world and things and ways that I can manipulate it. At the same time, there are consequences and repercussions for your actions. I don't want to deal with these consequences and repercussions for my actions, so I'm going to just fall back from that. I'm good. I'm good. But other than that, like for me, like... Getting saved and becoming a Christian and really realizing that this is not what most people would say outside of it, that this is a one-sided relationship, it was was the deal breaker. Like, that was so, like, when God began to show himself to me to be real, I was like, oh, for real? You? All of this stuff? I'm not crazy. (laughs) And then science being able to back it up. Man, I'm, I'm like that. Ding, 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 ding. I will have my relationship with with God, with the, the God, the Son, and the Holy Spirit for uh, 500 for five hundred Alex. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's completely changed who I am. I don't regret any of it. Okay. Um, I guess that makes it my turn. Yes, it does. Thanks. Um, for me. You're welcome. Russell, get your get your get your friend Russell. Get him. Jesus and Russell are not the same person. I just want to get that. I, I know anybody that. Who, who wasn't sure because she called them both in the same. Sentence, I need both of them. They both have the same power. No, the only person that be calling Jesus around him better be Latoya. I better know that. <laughs> anyway, in case, in case people could not understand what my wife said, that she was <laughs> is stuffing her face with a New York calzone. I mean, a Chicago calzone. pizza puff. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, she said the only person who Russell. I'm only saying this just so you know what she said. She said the only person who needs to be calling Jesus around Russell is Latoya. That's all she knows. <laughs> She's like, so that means Russell, Russell, you're not allowed to go to church at all ever, where anyone in the congregation <laughs> is calling I the mean, name of you Jesus. Know what I meant. So I just want to <laughs> let you know that you can no longer go. According to my wife, <laughs> you have to forsake Christianity and never go to church again oh. because Latoya is the only one supposed to be calling Jesus around you. Go ahead, Jessica. I'm sorry. I just want to make sure Russell understood his new instructions. Go ahead. <laughs> For one, it's not a pizza puff she's eating. She's eating some French fries. Mm-hmm. I ate the pizza puff. Oh, well. Or the wannabe whatever. calzone or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The wannabe calzone. <laughs> <laughs> pizza puff. The not as good calzone. Pizza puff. Mm-hmm. I respect your decision to disagree. <laughs> anyway. I disrespectfully disagree. Anyway. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. But how has it changed? How, I'm sorry. Let me see, I got the question. How has your understanding of God and religion changed throughout your life? Okay, so when I was younger, my grand I was saved when I was younger. And when I was younger, it was, you know, oh, I had to do this because this is what's to be done. <laughs> I didn't really, at the time when I was young, I didn't see it that way. I just saw it as my grandma took me up there. The guy put some oil on my head. I wiped it off. I guess I'm a Christian now. <laughs> 
Crystal. <laughs> that's what happened. That's, that's what happened. <laughs> my grandma said I went up there and asked for it myself, but I remember wiping it off. That's what I remember specifically was that part. You want your Jesus, not the oil? Yeah, man. Like, it was some weird guy. I didn't know who he was. He was touching me. I felt weird. It was not. Nah. I don't know. Try Jesus. Don't try me, though. Don't <laughs> give me oil. Like, I think I kicked him in his face or something like that. I don't remember. Because I'm that chicken. <laughs> but no, like, and as as I've grown up and I and I'm looking back on my life, mm-hmm. I've seen where he has actually moved where I didn't realize it. Mm-hmm. In places where... I shouldn't like I. I was telling y'all about the time when I was I was molested at a young age. For me to be able to get be five and get back home with no problems in New York City, like to hop on a train, know exactly where I got home at, how I got home, no problems. Got back in my house, crawled through my window, and got back in my house. Nobody knew I was gone. There's little things like that. All the times where I was out there putting my own self in mess. Mm, and I and I still I'm still here to this day. I didn't overdose. I ended up in addition nowhere. I actually, I had to call nobody for backup. I was just able to get up and walk away. I never went without food. I, it was just certain things that I look at now as a grown woman. Oh, he really does love me. Oh, he really can use me. Oh, it's it's not just this thing out here that people say. You know, I can actually point you to instances in my life where it was like he was right there by my side. And people were like, oh, can you really do that? Yeah, I was doing this. This, this, and this. I'm in, I'm out here doing all these different type of drugs to keep myself sane to appease this guy. But I never OD when I should have OD'd a long time ago. I never ended up in the hospital. I was able to function, and I never became an addict to anything I took. Mm-hmm. I was able to drop it just like that. I'm like, oh, he really has been looking out for me, and that's how my life has changed. That's how my vision has changed. It was just, it went from this person that my grandma always talked about and took me to church every day to, oh, I really know this. I really know this spirit and this person who loves me. I can't call it a person, but this entity that really loves me, I can't, I don't know how to word it, <laughs> but it's mm-hmm. entity that mm-hmm. loves me so much that he will protect me. Like, and he will never, ever let me down. Mm-hmm. When I felt I was nobody and I felt nobody loved me, just my parents, I felt my parents that loved me because I didn't look like these, these people that my parents dated. I didn't act like these females. They, I felt like they didn't love me. They didn't care about me. Oh, but he loved me. And in my, even in my ear, I could hear it. I love you. You're good. I got you. Don't worry. They'll come around. Don't worry. I got you. I got people for you that's going to love you, i.e. you. <laughs> Mainly you, because I don't know about him sometimes. <laughs> but I got people that's going to love you. Just just hold out. Don't, don't give up right now. The days where I wanted to end my life and... I miraculously got a call from KK. Mommy, I need you. Don't go nowhere. Shout out to Killer Kai. Mm-hmm. Even Michael. Yeah, my baby Michael. What you doing? Um, I'm not doing anything. I know you've been in your life. I can feel it. Yo, homie, I was wondering how long it's going to take her to, to, to drop your name. I can't stand him. She almost with the whole podcast without dropping your name, bro. I talked to him before I got on the podcast. Oh, uh, <laughs> so But no, for real, like, even those times when, like, I was thinking about ending my life. And I'm like, okay, I, this world would be so much better without me. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody need me. I can't raise Kayleen. So whoever she's with will be better than me. He, would call, he I promise you, I saw you, God made him from, he would call me out of nowhere. What are you doing? You finna do something real stupid. Kayleen needs you. If she, if you, if she don't, if she don't, if she don't got you, she gonna always think it's her fault. He's, mm-hmm. he'll, certain things he'll say, and there's certain things Kayleen will say. 
to me that I know is not really them, it's him. Mm-hmm. So that's how it's changed over my years of my life. Jessica decided to put her Evangelist training hat on, <laughs> and she can be heard <laughs> preaching at High Praise Ministries <laughs> on the second Saturday in August. She will be up giving her 10 minute Fifteen. Me- Fifteen. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Her 15 minute message at High Praise Ministries. 3466 Holcomb Bridge Road, North Cross, Georgia, or, or on the come, High Praise Ministry Facebook page. Out, um, spiritual fear. I got it. I can tell you what it is. Oh, look at that. She's ready. She's ready. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so for me, I, I, mine's going to be, it can be kind of short. Because you've been staying since she was born. But that gives me the opportunity to have, to have had my perspective change way more. Except that. My, uh, because I'm a word person, I look at the word change. I'm like, my understanding of God hasn't changed at all. Mm. My understanding of God has grown, which mm. is different. Is that still change? No, no. Because change by definition means it's created to be something new. Mm-hmm. It's like a I, my, my understanding of God is like a puzzle, mm-hmm. like a like a, 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 a jigsaw, jigsaw puzzle. puzzle. Pieces just keep getting added to it until I begin to get the clear picture. Mm. So it's grown because I've always thought of uh, of my uh, of this relationship with God as a relationship that hasn't changed. Wanting to understand more and more about him hasn't changed. It has just evolved. I, because of my church upbringing, because of my background, shout out to my mom, shout out to my dad, shout out to Bishop Clark. Like the way I have been taught and the way I have been conditioned and trained and invested in the word invested in me, it allowed it not to change. But the second part of that question, though, is this, how would your understanding of religion change throughout your life? Here's how would it change. I realize that most Christians are full of crap. Big facts. Most Christians are lazy. Yes. Most Christians know absolutely nothing about God outside of what fits in the box that they want him to fit in. Say that for the people in the overflow room. So as long as it doesn't uh, uh, contradict or come outside of their box, mm-hmm. they're comfortable. Right. But when it comes outside of their box, when it comes outside of what they know, rather than seeking God and saying, God, is this you? Rather than trying the spirit and allowing God to show them that this is them, they judge it and say, they'll say, no, the same, that, that ain't God. That ain't God. Women can't wear can't wear pants. That's not God. That ain't got nothing to do with God. Christians can't go to movies. That ain't got nothing to do with God. Like I under I began to understand the the more I sought Him for myself, the more I studied for myself, and the more I allowed Him to give me the full picture of who He is, who Jesus is, and who the Holy Spirit is, and allowed me to see most of y'all Christians full of crap. Y'all don't really want a relationship. You want a genie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't really want a relationship. You want a proverbial spiritual sex slave. Pleasure huh? you when, yeah, pleasure you when you want to be pleasured, and leave me alone any other time. Mm-hmm. You want a twenty four seven spiritual booty call. Come give me what I want. I want have no. Don't ask me to do nothing. Just do what I want. This is what most Christians, they, they will never admit it. Mm-hmm. But when you watch Christians, you can see in their actions how they treat God, how they treat Jesus, how they treat the Holy Spirit, how they treat the pastor. Mm-hmm. You can see that this is, this is their relationship. Where as a kid growing up, 
man, I used to think the Christians do everything. Especially mm-hmm. the Christians around me. Y'all know everything. Y'all, y'all really got this. I want to I w- I make sure my walk is as tight as yours. And I came to find out you full of crap. Garbage. You know like four scriptures and you just articulate them really well. If you're lucky at that. I, honestly, I hate to say, I had to um check my grandma like that. <laughs> like, because my grandma, like, when I was growing up and I was like, oh, I want to be a Christian or I want my walk to be just as tight as hers. And so I started really, I would say within this last year and a half, mm-hmm. and I really started walking my walk as tight as I could. And so I tried to be like everybody else. I'm still working on that, but it's a work in progress for me. But started working the best way I could. I started, I, I called around her. I'm like, you know this is Thank you, a hypocrite, Grandma. Mm-hmm. She was like, I'm a hypocrite. Yes. I was like, you a hypocrite. Like, you, 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 the first time something goes wrong in your life, oh, that's the enemy. I'm like, did you even ask God if that was him? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, God doesn't puzzle me. I know like, it clearly states in the Bible, God chastises who he loves. It clearly states it. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you taught me well. <laughs> but it clearly states that so if he ain't you know correcting you do he don't love you basically i'll take you one parallel to that because me and my mom used to have i remember that very too. very well articulated passionate conversation oh i remember very good very very so proud of you very well spoken (laughs) very i remember this because this is the day i walked in in the middle of service i remember this because i listened to this episode today (laughs) at work well there's there's a few of these but it it is we used to have a lot of those where um what i was learning of god and what he was showing me contradicted at the time what she felt so i've been homeless twice and each time after my mom had found out, because she would never find out, I would never allow her to find out what what it would happen. Because she would have, she would call me, come right back to Alaquipa. Soon she would come get me, and I did not want her coming to get me because I made a vow I will never live in Alaquipa ever again. So Wave red and black <laughs> forevermore from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I'm still from Brooklyn, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a so, I'm a Southern Apple. No, I'm quick till I die. I just won't ever live there. Uh, like I, I love Quip from here. I ain't go back Quip to Town from here. I ain't going back to Brooklyn. Not from there. Never go back to Brooklyn. Can't ever do it. So we would have these discussions because she was like, she would say, "Well, I don't, I can't believe that God will want you to be homeless. I just, I just don't believe that this is God's will for." I said, "But Ma, how, how do you know? You're talking about the same God who allowed Daniel to go in the lion's den and sleep on the top of the lion. Talking about the same God who allowed Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to sit in the fiery first and that get burned the fire. You're talking about the same God that the Bible says it pleased him to bruise his son Jesus on the cross. That God? Or are you talking about the same God who allowed all 12 disciples to be martyred? We're talking about that God. The same God that 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 uh, uh, that, that uh, dislocated Jacob's hip. We're talking about that God. We're talking about the same God who's, who in response to Paul's fervent prayer and cry, God, take this, this thorn out my hip. He said, yeah, but my strength is perfect. My, my, uh, my, my strength is perfect. I'm sorry, my grace nice. is sufficient. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. We talk about that same God. Yeah, but I don't believe it would be God's will. Why not me? The same one who let the children of Israel walk around for 40 years? This God. Th- th- this Followed one. up a whole generation. Right. This is the same God. But those are th- those are penalties. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even dealing with penalties. I was dealing with stuff that happens that he allowed because it furthered his will. Him going, him allowing the children of Israel to walk around forty years in, or, or in the wilderness was because they were disobedient and they were they were nagging and they were unbelieving and they wanted to keep going back to Egypt. 
He swallowed up a whole generation because they lied, nagged, and the whole and the whole the whole nine. So that that was all discipline. Okay. What he did with Paul had nothing to do with discipline. It was more, hey, look, you're gonna get through this, just trust me. What he did with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was, hey, you're gonna go in here, but I'm gonna get to glory at the end of this, so don't even worry about it. We did with Daniel it was the same thing. What he did with Jesus was the further was the further the kingdom. Like what I had to go through on this side, I see, it it strengthened me. It gave me perspective. It caused me to lean on him more. It allowed me to be in a position where I see him better. I would have never got that had I not had that. Mm -hmm. But you know, God would never allow that, but it's not in God's will. She she gets it now. Mm -hmm. She absolutely gets it now. But at the time, we were having these these wonderful discussions about about things like that and so <laughs> i realized that christians don't ever want to go through and like you said everything every time going through happens it's the devil mm -hmm. it's all of those things and i began to realize the more that he showed me the less his people or people who call themselves his people want to actually deal with it and what it has done is it has caused the world to look at us even more skewed mm -hmm. because we have taught or have shown through our actions that we're not supposed to ever go through. We're not supposed to ever have these things happen. And this is who God is, and it's not really who he is. And so when we can't live up to that standard, the world's like, why would I deal with Christianity? You can't live up to that standard because the standard of God that we have shown has been false. Mm -hmm. I said I was going to be quick, but you made me, you made me jump back in. I took you, you made me, you, you, right there with your face. You made me put that on the That was the pastor. message after the message? Right. She made me put them past. I was trying <laughs> to leave it alone. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on because I got two more of these that we can go ahead and get, get, uh, get this last break in before the banter. This is fun. Oh, oh, you said that about the last one. No, I said the last one was going was going to take a little bit. I cut it off before it took more. I saw that my wife wanted to say something. I had to cut it off because we, we could talk. I could talk about that for a minute. I can go on that for a minute. Can, that's what I'm saying. Um, we may come back to that at, at another time. But uh, here's a good one. Fun. What was your biggest relationship disappointment? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the flashbacks that just hit these two. Right. Oh, that's a that's a deep one. See, the biggest, the biggest, the biggest. I mean, you go ahead. My ex husband. Can you elaborate? My ex-husband, despite the fact you know I should have, you know I was married to him a whole year and a half more than I should have been. He was a bigger disappointment because one, what led to our breaking, what led to our divorce, it, it took him a, a man to understand. And like when I tell most people, they look at me like I'm stupid. But besides that, what the really big is that I um. I tried to be the best version of a wife I could be. I really did try. I mean, I didn't know much about being a wife because I was only 23 when I got married. So I didn't know much about being a wife. So I only knew what I saw with my dad and what I saw with my grandmother. Being my, my I'm sorry, my granny, because both my grandmas got different names. My granny. My granny is a barefoot and pregnant woman. She's been mm -hmm. with my grandfather since she was like 13 years old. Oh, man. She got old school. Yeah. Like, literally, her family gave it to my grandfather, and that was that. Mm -hmm. Mind you, she's older than him. If that's my conversation for another day. Um, and, like, all I know is she stay in the kitchen 24-7. She wash clothes all day. She cook his meals. 
she makes sure he good and she makes sure the house is taken care of that's what i know but then i have my dad on the other hand who raised me a certain way so it did kind of conflict with each other so i try to balance them out the best way i could yeah your food will always cook your meals were always made but i also would not make my own money mm-hmm. it, it the disappointment came into the fact that he he couldn't really i don't want to say appreciate it he didn't know how to deal with it being that he was a southern guy and i was a new york girl because i was like fresh off the boat new york then like accent and everything like you're not gonna talk to me any kind of way son or you gonna get knocked all the way out look at the new york coming out of her y'all hear that y'all hear that from that authentic new york that she be trying to hide all the time it's not go ahead son get gully with him son <laughs> but yeah, I messed it up. <laughs> but no like he really didn't understand it so like when we and the biggest disappointment really was that i didn't understand that our relationship was actually messed up until my dad pointed it out because the the relationship seemed perfect though mm-hmm. to the point where like when i say he didn't understand it was he was almost like a yes man i argue with you i tell you you screwed up okay babe i'll fix it even though i know i'm wrong i know for a fact i'm wrong i can tell you two plus two for practice four but i'm gonna tell you two plus two is eight and i'm gonna argue you down you like okay yeah baby it's eight even though i'm, I'm like but i know i'm wrong and he'll yes me the whole time and it was until i called my dad like oh dang my relationship was perfect it's a punk. no no it wasn't that he was a punk now like, dang, my relationship is perfect say what do you mean like we don't argue we don't fight it's absolutely wow he said no your relationship is screwed up i'm like what you mean it's like the perfect relationship happy life happy wife yeah yeah no that's tough. because you don't know his limit and because you don't know his limit he gonna mess around and put his hands on you and i'm gonna end up in jail mm. <laughs> so yeah so i had to actually test his limit and like I, I literally did i tested his limit and i watched how the repercussions happened to the point where it led to our divorce of him sleeping with his baby mama in my house and kayleen walking in on it mm. you should have killed him i'm taking a rap for you <laughs> she was three <laughs> three rolls can kill people let's not let's not have that conversation about <laughs> but I'm taking a rap for you, kill the car. I promise you, I'm taking a rap. Anyway, for you. <laughs> but that was the biggest disappointment. I'm like, I was the best wife I could have been. I I didn't know no better. Mind you, you're ten years older than me, so I was the best wife I could have been at 24. You you always had food. The house was always taken care of. You smoked, so you always had whatever you needed. I made sure of it, and you still did me like this. I don't understand what I did wrong. I don't understand how it could have been any better. And that was like the biggest disappointment to me because I couldn't figure it out. You're up. Whoa, I don't really want to answer this <laughs> one. Um, okay, so. Jesse, right? <laughs> um, I'm joking. <laughs> so, to know me is to know that, and, and, and if any of my exes hear this. Y'all be okay. You'll be all right. Um, <laughs> Thank y'all for messing up. If, if you have this conversation, feel the need to have this conversation with me afterward, you know how to get in touch with me. Or Don't, don't do it. You don't, don't, want, you do don't it. play with your life like that. Don't, or keep don't it to yourself. Yeah. Don't um, play with your life like that but this like me being married so my mentality about relationships and the whole and y'all have all y'all heard me discuss it the whole temp versus permanent kind of scenario um this is my first permanent relationship um be your only <laughs> but it, it probably will be i can get married again this takes too much work right <laughs> yeah. I was and then the only way out of this is one of us has die. to die that life insurance better be good for a lot. 
I got I got dibs on death first. Mm-hmm. I'm probably. dying first. We are, we she argue about this often. I'm dying first. Why she she don't leave me? Um, I, well, if you do, I need all I your Fendi go, I get to go first because mm-hmm. I listen. I'm old. She's I've been never here lost. Longer. She's never lost a spouse. I have. So I get to go first. If you die for one, I want all the Fendi makeup you own. Okay. And your shoes and clothes. Wow. Okay. I can't take the money. Ask Steve Layla. Need I'm that. burning it. All if right. She, if she Y'all listen, Layla, Listen, Ashley in this corner, she, Jessica in this corner. Y'all get ready to fight? Okay. Over some Fendi makeup? I will not. I need, I need you to understand something. If she die first, I get the money. What you talking about? I don't want the money. I said the Fendi makeup. I know, but, but, you, but you mentioned that they get... No, 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 you better die after me. You better be so miserable I'm that you're going to die after dying me. dying first. Uh-huh. I anyway. 20, 25. Just, just, 20, just like slip over at the funeral. Like, that's it. Yeah, there you 20, go. 25 years. What you talking about? 25 you're going to take Layla off, though. 25 years. Yeah, walk, yeah, walk Layla down the aisle. She better get married before she's 27. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, but, so, this is, like, awkward because he, like, sitting across from me. Um. But my greatest disappointment in a relationship, that's right, your question, right? Mm-hmm. Um, your biggest relationship disappointment, yep. Was finding out that my happiness is not your responsibility. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, like my ideal of relationships is that when you're in a relationship, your spouse is supposed to make you happy. Sure, yes. This is what I was taught. This is what I grew up in. Like, even even with my dad being, like, uh, a bigamist and, uh, yeah, Papa was Rolling Stone for real, for real. He was, um, like even watching that, like I I can remember my mom like saying like you know he did this and this made me happy and like he he has to be like somebody was getting happy <laughs> as many times as he turned chicks over mm-hmm. and different kinds of chicks and different area codes and all of this. Oh, and, wow, you ludicrous! Oh yeah, he had. In this case, my brother listened to this. Sorry, Michael. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, like at no point I could, I can honestly say that I'd never seen like them be unhappy. And so when I started to be unhappy in our marriage and I'm like, okay, so that's up to you to fix it because I'm not happy. And he said to me, your happiness is not my responsibility. I started looking for a divorce attorney. Like real talk. I was like, wait a minute. If you're not going to make me happy, then what are you doing here? Because everything else I could do for myself. I mean everything. And yes, I could do that too by myself. And it don't even take that long and nobody sweats on me. <laughs> you wouldn't sweat. I swear. Yeah, he sweat. She ain't sweat. She married the wrong Negro. I'm a Jones. He sweat. He sweat. Layla, when she gets sweaty, she gets clammy. I hate it. I put a t-shirt on and throw a blanket over her. Like a and that's why she sweats because she she be throwing layers on Layla, Layla while she sleeps. Layla's sweat. like, I am hot. No, she's sweating because you throwing layers on her. Yes. It is ninety degrees here in Georgia. You throwing you throwing blankets and well, shirts her, her and everything on her. Moist and I don't like it. So you throw a blanket on the baby? I'm confused. Thank yes. You. Thank you for the confusion. I'm drying you. up the moisture. That's not what you do. You more. <laughs> Thank you. Something. Somebody gets hallelujah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I have your back on ninety nine point nine percent of stuff. I, I can't have it on that one. I'm sorry. It's my little look. I got I got little idiosyncrasies. Uh, 
Does that what you call that? Which is not a word, just for the record. I was like, does that word even go there? No, it doesn't. But <laughs> it doesn't because it's not a word. It okay. Synchronicities is not a word. And whatever. But, well, maybe like 99.8% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> the percentage point you keep dropping. Let her keep talking. They just go keep dropping. Keep dropping. Go ahead. But yeah. So, but yeah. Like, it took, it took us a long, it really took me like a long time within this relationship that, <laughs> sorry, um, to like finally come to an understanding about what he meant. Cause that statement, that statement stayed with me. I was like, so, so you just here to make me miserable. I could do bad ball by my damn self. Was you miserable Huh? Were you miserable She kind of was. I was. Besides that statement though. No, she was kind of, she was kind of miserable, which is what led to the statement. Right. Yeah, like I'm like you supposed to come in if you're not gonna come in and make everything better, then what the hell am I doing with you? That was really my mentality. So for that, that, that like to me, that was like the biggest disappointment. And I I understood because he tried to explain the statement to a long time, and I'm like, no, we're really so there is, and I know we as people, because I can't even say this all women nowadays. There's what's being said and what do we actually process. That sometimes it was like two separate things. Totally, totally, so totally. he said what he said, and all I heard was, "I don't love you." I could see that. I could totally see that. That that I, could I was like, "You me. don't if you don't," especially because like my father, for the time that I did spend with him, he poured everything into me. Daddy's girl to make me happy. Daddy's girl. If I, my mom, my mom, I I never forget this. My mom told him, he told me, he told my mom he was going to take me to go get ice cream. He said, now she's going to go there. My mom said, she's going to go there and she's going to ask for ice cream and she's not allowed to have. Don't give it to her. But you got it. It's exactly what I got. <laughs> we got there in the car. We got the 31 flavors. I never forget it. This was back when the, the daiquiri ice cream actually had an alcohol content to it. I remember So as soon as we got there... Mm-hmm. He was like, so what do you want? Chocolate chip, cookies and cream, daiquiri. <laughs> he said, but, and I looked at him. I was like, it's okay, daddy. He was like, give her um, whatever she wants. I was like, I have four scoops of daiquiri ice cream, please, in a big old cup and fell asleep in the car eating it. <laughs> I fell asleep in the car eating it. But to me, that, to me, that's what men did. Like, you did whatever it took to make me happy. And for him to tell me that his my, my happiness was not his responsibility, that sounded completely like I don't love you. Because that's how my dad showed me love. Make me happy. So, yeah, that was my biggest letdown in a relationship. I ain't gonna let you stop it there. These folks need to understand that. Because I, I, already, I already know what, what, what folks will come yeah oh my god i can't believe he just said please explain the revelation so you did so no you have, you have to explain no you have to you have to be the one to do it because females are not going to take it as well no okay we'll take it from okay, her so that's what i'm saying no so okay make the statement that you made your happiness is not my responsibility and what did you mean by that i don't know well that's what i want you that's what i want you to enlighten the people because you said that even when i explained it all you could hear was I don't love you. But then years later, 
you began to get you began to get the revelation and understand. So I want you because they will understand they'll, they'll hear it better. Okay. So here's my revelation behind this still may not be what he said. That's why I was trying to get him to say it. That's why I want her to go first. Okay, so I don't know about that, but <laughs> to to know me is that like especially like this time of the year, I've made some life decisions that I deeply regret and I have suffered with depression ever since then. I struggle in July. And this is actually when the argument happened. Mm-hmm. It was in July. So I struggle with depression. Um, and it, what it ended up meaning is, is that he couldn't, it wasn't his responsibility. And when I say that, he couldn't pull me out of the depression. No amount of things he could buy me or things he could say or things he could do would pull me out of the depression because I'd have to want it. I'd have to want it. And just because I was in a relationship didn't mean that I could lose myself in him. What though? I, I want to make sure that's clear for everybody. That's why I'm asking that question. I know what you mean, but just for everybody else's sake. To, to, to want to be happy, okay. to seek my own joy. Like he can't be responsible for that. So like, it, it's like the question, like most people ask, well, you know, people say I love you and then people be like, why do I love you? As soon as you run out of as soon as they stop doing the things, so if I say I love him because he had a six pack abs, oh, that love is over. <laughs> right, <laughs> them days are over. He is he is pregnant. Over half months, nah, bro. You more like seventeen. Our grandbaby has for the last past week had been going. I like your boobies. <laughs> so if this is the only reason that I love him, as soon as that went away, then that means the relationship was over. So it's not about a circumstantial kind of 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 loving our relationship. A circumstantial kind of happiness because as soon as he stopped giving me things he used to do this thing where he'd be like, give me just because gifts so the minute he stopped giving me just because gifts that meant the relationship was over because now you're not doing things to make me happy no no so so did because i heard you say did i said dead, oh, she said dead. dead. okay dead. Right, well i'm still gonna explain it anyway because i thought i heard you say did the reason is did is because i also don't like to repeat gifts if i can't if i don't have to I know you and, and a lot, and a lot of the, and a lot of the just because gifts start to repeat, and I quit. And there's nothing else that I have given her. I'm trying to say it the nice way so that people don't think that that you're a monster because you're not. She has a preference of, of things that she likes. A lot of the things that I had started to give her would be things that she didn't necessarily like. She would never tell me necessarily to my face. But I can see it in her eyes, I can see it in her face. Oh. And I also can see it in the in whether it was used or not, if it was a usable gift. So some stuff is still in the box. Mm-hmm. And so I would so I said, okay, since I'm not in a position to do different and still to her liking, I have to back away because I don't want to keep doing the same stuff. Because the whole the whole principle for me behind the just because was not only that I was thinking about you. But when I was thinking about you, here you go. So the first, the, the first one, which is the in our relationship is more the is probably the uh, most famous one, was called Just Because Tuesday. So I came and I got her some candles and some flowers and stuff like that. She loves candles. I got kind of flowers like the whole nine. It was the first time, to my knowledge, anyway, anybody had ever given her a gift just because the day ended in day, right? So. If every time I'm thinking about her, or every time on just because of the day, I'm giving her flowers and, and candles, it kind of starts to lose its meaning. This is how I think. I'm not saying this is how she thought. How I think, kind of loses its meaning because I wanted it to be different. 
I want to be, people don't generally just give gifts just because. So that thought process in itself was already different. I'm always thinking about her, but that thought process in itself was different. So I want to do that. And then once I realized I've been, I've given her flowers, which is the only thing I still continue to do. But I, I, I give her flowers all the time. I, I, I give her, get her candles, all the dog on top. I'm getting her jewelry, all the dog on top. She doesn't hardly wear jewelry as much as I give her jewelry. She's got a whole freaking uh, jewelry box full of jewelry, some of which she's never worn, and some of which wasn't even bought by me from previous relationships she ain't never worn. So we go in order. I got a long ways before we get to her <laughs> wearing all the stuff I've given her. So I'm like, okay, well, I need to to do something different, but I need it to be for, for things that I want to be able to do. I have some things in mind. have to be at a certain level. So that's why that backed off. I just haven't figured out a good way to replace it. You're absolutely accurate with my meaning behind. My ha Your happiness is not my it is not my responsibility. I can't make it. Actually, you used one of the examples that I've used when we had the conversation. Mm -hmm. I can't make you happy. I used to always say, but no matter how beautiful I say that you are, if you think you're ugly, my words don't mean anything. Mm -hmm. You have to change that. Nothing I can do can change that. So it has to be a priority for you. And until it's a priority for you, nothing I can contribute. But it's not my it's not my responsibility, it's not my priority, it's not it, it can't be because nothing I can do can shape it. Only you can shape it. Mm -hmm. The reason and, and that's one of the things that's beautiful about being a child is it doesn't take as much for a child to be happy. Oh, Layla loves the box more than she loves anything else. True. Give Layla, her a box and some poppy stuff. I'll 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 do you one even better. Forgetting the gift, me sitting in my recliner and having my having the legs out makes her happy because she will sit on my ankles and bounce yeah, the and thing. she is just the happiest little thing you will ever see, just bouncing on my legs it's not even a gift it's just this is something i want to do yay but as you grow older and big sat words i love using the vicissitudes of life <laughs> take over vicissitude just means changes that's my td jake's word i love that word um they take over things begin to erode our ability to maintain and or be happy because look there's a big difference between a candle and a louis vuitton bag i'm saying a porsche whichever is a huge difference between them and so it takes more but the reality is the more that it takes less authentically happy you are and so because of that, I've re I, I learned to recognize that part of it had been because I had been in a lot of relationships way before I got married to Ferrari. I had learned that I was exhausting myself trying to make Negroes happy that wasn't happy themselves. And it was stressing me and killing me. When I came to that revelation, it was four relationships before Philanda. When I came to that revelation, that it's not my responsibility to make niggas happy. My responsibility is to, try, is to be the best Jesse that I can be. And if you can't be happy with the best Jesse I can be, then maybe we ain't fit for each other. You find somebody who in that environment you can be happy with. But it cannot be, I can't kill myself trying to do something that's not my responsibility. Much like her, my happiness is not her responsibility. So basically you can't buy somebody's happiness. Can't buy it. I can't create it. Nothing I can do for it. I can give you situational. 
Like, I can make a situation happy, but when the situation is over, that's it. Well, that happens is gone. Like a, a birthday party, you know, you have a bad birthday party, yay, cake, ice cream. Ooh, so you got to clean them at something next day. Woo. Somebody said, that and then the happy's gone. She loves Thanksgiving. Unless loves cooking for it. I remember one Thanksgiving we had at the house where we had almost felt like almost everybody in Columbus come over. Look, 25, <laughs> 27 people. Oh my God. And I've I fed never them all. seen I sent her Playtone. I so fed beaming. All. She was in her element. Anybody who knows her knows she likes to call herself the Black Martha Stewart. And so she was serving and, and giving and ha, yeah, we was having fun laughing. And then everybody was gone, just me, her, and Ashley. And she looked at the mess. And I saw all that just dissipate. Look, oh my God, I got to clean this all up. And I sent her to bed and I started to clean stuff up. She got up the next morning, still unhappy. One, because it wasn't clean like she liked it. She knew it wasn't going to be because we cleaned two different ways. It still was clean, but not her level of clean or her, her type of clean. And two, because exactly. And so all that created situational happiness went out the window. So absolutely. So that that so for y'all who just, just, that was that long just became just folks. before that divorce attorney starts making a public service <laughs> announcement about you. There's a divorce attorney I follow on Facebook. He is hilarious. I should look him look his name up and give him a shout out, but he ain't paying me. But he is hilarious. He's in South Carolina. He's hilarious. I'll help y'all out. His name is James. I'm gonna tell you his last name. But he has the funniest Facebook post on the face of the earth about divorce and and people contacting him. It's wonderful. But yeah, so that that's the explanation behind that, so that you all can understand, and maybe help you all in your own relationships. Stop trying to look for other people to make you happy and to be responsible for your happiness. It is your job first. It is their job to be a contributor to your happiness, not their responsibility to make you happy. Let the church say, "Yeah." Oh, I guess I still got to answer. You still got to answer the question after all that long soliloquy. All right, so I'll make mine quick. Stop using the SAT words. I love the word soliloquy. Um, so here's mine. For me, my biggest relationship disappointment is me. What? I am my biggest relationship disappointment. I am the common denominator in every failed relationship I've ever had. That's an interesting way to put it. It's factual. No, no, no. I'm not saying it's not factual. Oh, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying you're saying it's not. I'm just saying it's, it's factual. I am the common denominator. Right. So there's always been something about me, whether it is something that can't be helped or changed, because I've had a lot of folk leave me because of my passion for Christ, or something that I'm unwilling to change, because I've had a lot of people leave me because I is who I is. But I am still that factor that was that was never that enough. And so it's disappointing because when you go into a relationship, you want to be enough. And then something happens and you, you discover for them, you're not enough. For whatever the reason may be. That is disappointing. That's disappointing. That's great. I, I look that. That's what you mean. So I am my my biggest relationship disappointment. Most people who know me, or as as you get to know me, you will discover that ninety nine times out of a hundred, whether it's relationship, whether it's church, whether it's whatever, 
I point the finger at me first. I'm always very self-examinatory, looking at me first. So I, situations aren't really that disappointing because people are people. Uh, things don't really, I'm, not, I'm the one that's always there. And the good times, the bad times, ups, downs, the failures, I'm always there. I am my own biggest relationship disappointment. All right, so here's the last one. Let's, let's, let's move on to the last one real quick before we take this last little break and get to the real top answer. Because, yes, we're still going to do the banter. <laughs> Seems like a it's lot not, of banter. <laughs> I mean, it's only, only 11.39. Listen, it's late for us. It I'm ain't late saying. for the folk listening. I'm not saying it's not late for the folk listening. Like, remember the last one ended at like 4.30, so. Oh, God. Okay, so. And I don't even know if I have an answer for this one. I, I didn't really look at this one. But me and Russell talked about it, but I didn't really look at it. So this is going to be interesting. So I have to make sure I that y'all go first and then take a take an inventory. But what do you fear you'll be most disappointed by when you're older? And since we're all grown, mm -hmm. like really grown, I'm gonna I'm gonna alter the question a little bit. Oh, okay. What yeah. do you fear will you'll be most disappointed by by the time you die? Um so like you're dead and you're able to look back over your life. What do you feel you'll be most disappointed by? Leaving stuff on the table, like just regrets. Like I feel like, like since I'm nearing the half century mark. <laughs> Don't worry, we're gonna take some shots for you when you get there. Okay. I um, like there is so much I coulda, shoulda, woulda did. Mm -hmm. I have allowed circumstances in life to get in the way of me just doing it. Like, shouts out to Nike. Come pay us. Come pay us. Be a sponsor. We got right. you. Like, I, I should have. I, I, that'll, that'll be my biggest fear. Like, if I can't, if I don't get my license, if I don't, so don't have a buy a house, if I don't get this passport and travel outside of this country and eat see the world cheese. and eat some smelly tree cheese and, and my skirt got a whole outfit planned out. Really? You mean tell me? Oh, yeah, a whole outfit. Just it's gonna be obnoxious to French people, but they have to understand that I just need to do I just need to do this in my life. We are Americans. Right. I was like, look, this is this has nothing to do with you. This is all about my fantasy and I'm living it out. Like if I don't get to bake cookies in the oven with Layla and teach her how to bake, you know, like teach her my cheesecake recipes. Like that I don't want to leave nothing on the table like Mama Cole's statement in her die message, empty. die oh. empty. So much the oh, way I it hit me then is nothing in comparison that I have now. Like ever since Jerry has passed away, that is I'm like, what is it that he wanted to do? What is it that he wanted to be? Like that's my brother. We come from the same pedigree. Like this is who we are. And the fact that it could all go at any moment and I be stuck with living my, my coulda, shoulda, wouldas, that, that right there. Profound. Profound. <laughs> um, You're up. You got to follow the profound. <laughs> <laughs> like, to be honest, I would, I'm not, I'm, I, for some reason, I cannot remember her name. So you just be like, that empty thing. I can't. Mama oh. Cole. Hmm. Shout out to Mama Evangelist Cole. Nicole Carter. Yes. AKA Lady Extreme. Queen Extreme. Queen. Yes, Miss Evangelist, Evangelist Carter. I'm just going to call her that. <laughs> I eat my name. 
But I agree with that, dying empty. For me, my biggest regret will be all the time I wasted. Just on everything, on failed relationships. Relationships I knew were failing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I saw them feeling even before we even got in a relationship. Like, you enjoyed the toxicity? Yeah, almost like I enjoyed the toxicity or that I feel like I could change you. Mm-hmm. When I knew I couldn't change you truly. You're a pothead, now you're going to be a pothead when you got it is what it is. All that time I wasted on things that I could have did that I wanted to do, but I'm too busy trying to make you happy. And like all the things that I, it really is just all the time I wasted. If I could have any regret, it would be that. I wasted so much time. I'm only 32. And I look back on my life now. I'm like, dang, I wasted so much time. All them perfectly good 20s you wasted. In <laughs> relationships and marriage. With good needs. Right. <laughs> right. A full head. Nice. Live your best life, Meg the Stan. You enjoy those yes, needs. Yes, Go get girl. it for me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I got you. Yes, all that. When I was a cute little shape, a cute little side nine before I had KK. <laughs> Shouts out to get the killer Kai. Every time my name is mentioned, killer Kai, I gotta give you a shout out. But just all that time I wasted, even down to when I look back when I was younger, I spent all my high school years trying to be perfect. I had I maintained a 4.0 grade point average. I ran track. I had a full I had a full time job. Like I had no time to be a kid. I was always a quote unquote adult. I always ran an adult lifestyle from 14 on up paying bills that I didn't even need to pay. But I paid them because I didn't want to see nobody else struggle, whether they made me happy or not. All the time I wasted trying to make everybody else happy. And I'm like, okay, but I'm miserable. All those times I could have published books, but I felt like I need everybody else to me, this is not what you need to do. When I was working on cars, I could have made such a great living being a mechanic to take care of Kayleen Working on working on the inside and the outside of cars, just doing all these things that people are like. Oh, you can't do that because you're a girl. All that time I wasted doing things that made everybody else happy when I lived a miserable life. I, I wish I could get it all back, just so I can do it all over again with my way. My way might have not been perfect, but I would have been happy with my way. I wouldn't have dealt with the depression and suicidal thoughts and try to cope with smoking and things like that just to cope with how miserable I was to put on a front to make it look like I was happy. I eat the day I walk in the night. <laughs> Trying to put on a front. Oh, I'm good. I'm straight. No, you're not. You, something's wrong with you. Still do it to this day. And I can't stand it. One of these people. I try <laughs> <laughs> Janelle, you too. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling you out, Janelle. You too. But excuse me, that is evangelist. I'm sorry, evangelist Janelle Harding. Yeah, I'm calling you out too, with the accent. <laughs> but that's that's the one thing I was looking back and regret. Like you, you, my God gave me all this time, as He saved me from all the things that could have killed me and could have hurt me, just for me to not be happy. What was it? He gave me give life, give life to me more abundantly, and here I am, not utilizing. Not enjoy what I enjoy it now. Like then, all those what you said, twenties. Yes, my twenties. My twenties. I spent in horrible, horrible relationships. <laughs> like I wish I could take every one of them years back and start all over again and just be out there living my best life. That would be the one thing. That's, that's the thing I regret the most. 
Was it profound enough? <laughs> it was profound. It didn't answer the question, but it was profound. You, it? Ch- you changed the question from disappointed to mm-hmm. regret. Okay. But I'll take it. Close enough. Because so it'll, it'll be, it's what do you fear you'll be most disappointed by? That was my regret. <laughs> but I get it. I dig it. Um, so here's the thing. Do you agree anything? Huh? <laughs> Do you agree anything? Well, no. well, see, here's the thing. I, I, I actually lie at the, at the start of this question. I, I know my answer. I, I, when I read it, I knew my answer. I have been trying, racking my brain, to think of an alternative answer. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I know what, the, what me saying the answer out loud will do. So you just have to make sure you're clear. No, no. I guess there, there's... there's the 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 my actual answer is absolutely clear enough. I just know what it will do. And yes, this is real talk. I get it. I named the podcast, so y'all who listen, don't be like, yeah, but it's real talk. You supposed to listen. I was thinking that too. <laughs> I understand. I named the podcast. However, I also understand the power of my words. And I understand what my words have an ability to do because I know my actual answer to this. I have to find a secondary answer. Still searching for a secondary. I cannot give my my primary. I'm sorry, y'all. Sorry. I didn't. I didn't think it didn't really dawn like that until this moment. Did you hold a position? No, no. It's. I promise you. Like my my pastoralship or whatever mm-hmm. wouldn't be affected by this answer by my answer. It's just. I, I just know what. Like I don't even want to say why I know what my, why I'm why I won't give the answer I, I'm, I'm, because that will if I say why I won't give the answer that will cause more intrigue mm. and I don't want that intrigue because yeah. I know because I know that I still have to deal with y'all after this comes off the air and y'all will still go back what you I'm not going to say this I'll, even off the air okay, I'm not going to say that. this answer. Out loud, it just—it would just be something me and God know. Well, just text me. Nope. I was like, it's can't go We're three of me, you, the and God. The only person who will know no, is God. The God. only person who it's, will it's know the, is it's God. Two other people in that. The only person who will know. <laughs> oh, the cool. only person who will know. polyamorous is God. Hold like me. there will be no human person aside from myself <laughs> who, know, who no will know human this answer. Person. Okay, tell Siri. <laughs> no, I don't trust that hoe. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I'm going to change and change the question kind of like you did. You went with regret, so I'm going to go with regret. It, make it, it makes it easier for me to be able to have an answer. Cause I re- I, the, but we here's don't the care thing. about your comfortability. I don't, have, I don't have, I don't really have a whole lot of but I would say, look back at disappointments. I don't have a whole lot of fears. I really don't have a whole, whole lot of regrets throughout my life. Uh, the one I'm not going to say is it. However, I have a regret in life that suffices for me enough for this question. And it's super churchy, y'all. Oh, my God. So y'all just bear with me. But my reasoning has nothing to do with church. My regret is having sex before marriage my first time my first mm-hmm. time having sex it absolutely is a is a regret of mine i believe it started a, a spiral of things in my life that uh yeah just started a spiral of things in my life i don't know how to articulate but started a spiral of things in my life that had i had not 
a lot of the things I had to deal with to get to where I'm at now, I wouldn't have to deal with. It wound up taking me the long way when I was still on a straight path to it. Mm-hmm. So there's consequences to things. Um, but more than that, it was outside of even being churchy, I always, so I've, I've never been a person with great self-esteem. Anybody who knows me probably like, yeah, we knew that, come on. But I knew that there was something that I could give a woman no other person in life would ever give. My virginity. They can give theirs if they had it. Couldn't give mine. And because the Christian church teaches it's such a precious and beautiful gift, and it really ain't. I mean, it is all because God, you know, talks about we shouldn't be, we shouldn't have sex before marriage. But any virgin who's ever had sex, especially as a man, we can tell you, it sucks. My first time sucked. It lasted longer than what most other first pick people I know have, have talked about theirs lasting. Like, I know men who talked about theirs, and it was like 30 seconds, it was over. Mine was not that. Mine was also an experience which is completely unlike most other men's because it was kind of a kinky type of experience because it was on the front porch of her house in broad daylight. It was like 4.30 in the afternoon. So, oh, I'm sorry. Well, I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> so, yeah, it was completely kind of a different. It was longer. It was a little more more kinkish than what other people's are, but at the same time, um, it was... Right, like brownie points all the way around. So proud. Pitch tosh. That's not even... That's not even the most kink place done. Anyhow, um, so... But for me, it was... It's that because I always felt like that was the best thing I could ever give a woman because there's nothing else I have good enough. This here is the thing that I was always taught was the most precious. Here you go, because it's all I got. That would be untapped open vagina. No woman wants a virgin man. Absolutely. That ain't what they teach in the Christian church. Oh, okay, okay. I told you I grew I told you it's gonna be deep in churchy. It was gonna be I grew up saved, sanctified. Filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah! I grew up that way. Okay, and we, te- we we in the Christian church, we teach virginity as this 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 super important thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me... Uh, but you ain't grow up church like I grew up church. Your church wasn't saved. Church what? around, we were saved. <laughs> Here we go with the Kojis. Uh, listen, no, no, she, she, gave, she gave the <clears throat> face to it. So you give the <clears throat> face to what Christians teach. Then that means your church wasn't saved. Y'all was going hell. It's good that you came to high praise ministry. <laughs> um, no, so we in the Christian church, too. I just ain't want to lose. We, 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 that's, how, that's how it was. And so this precious thing mm-hmm. that God gave you that is supposed to go mm-hmm. to your wife. I gave some random girlfriend because she really, really wanted and didn't care what, about my state of mind because I also suffer from depression. And I was depressed at that time because I was thinking about my first love that day because it was around our, around what would have been our anniversary time. And yeah, yeah, it was bad. It was bad. So when, I, when she wanted me to come over, and I came over and she was like, yeah, um, I want to do you. into some sex. Oh, oh man. Oh, Absolutely. No. Oh, no. She was like, yo, um, I want it. And I was like, nah, I'm not going to do that. And Besides, to be honest, if, you if we did do it, you should have burned it at the stake. Besides, if we do it, I'm not even going to be thinking about you. And she said, and I quote, I don't, I don't care if you call me by her name. I said, I want it. What? So I was like, Hashtag me? all right, fine. Let's get it over with. 
Literally, what that I said. Sounds her, exciting, right? I, I, I was in, a, I was in a real depressed mind. I get time. it. I was I like, whatever, let's get it over. And so we did. Took a while. We did. Whatever. When I went on my way home, I kept thinking to myself, I'm "Going to hell. I'm going to hell. I'm going to hell." Probably. Oh well, well, might as well go to hell big. <laughs> and so I started plotting out all the stuff I was going to do since I'm going to hell. And then I woke up the next morning and I was like, I ain't going to hell for one time, whatever. <laughs> and so I back home, back on Path of Righteous. But that would be what I would say is my biggest regret. So if you want, you can go to the Real Talk Facebook page and tell us some of your big regrets and or your big relationship disappointments. Uh, we would love to hear some of that. Post on the Real Talk Facebook page, uh, the Real Talk podcast on Facebook. Go ahead and like that page and then and then share some of your information. And real quick, we'll be right back from this last word from our sponsor, and then we'll come back with the real talk banter and close this puppy out. Melodies from the heart. The first official EP by Jesse Jones. Download your copy now from iTunes. Amazon, Spotify, or wherever music is downloaded. If you love love, make sure to pick up your copy of Melodies from the Heart by Jesse Jones. I promise you, you'll love it. All right, all right. And we back, we back, we back. All right. All right, it's time to get into our last segment, the Real Talk Banter. I still got a whole lot of liveness in me, so at least I'll be alive. My wife is half asleep, and Jessica's over here looking bored because it's actually midnight over here. You know me, boy? I'm saying, saying you look bored. No, it ain't my fault. Um, there have been some technical issues all throughout this program, which is why it's taking us so long to take this, but Weez is here. So we down there, we we down to the end as my wife is yawning. It is way she old lady y'all. She's way way past her bedtime. Almost a half a century year old. She is past the midlife crisis because you know we don't live up to like seventy. Off of it, I use my S for Burger King anyway. Lord have mercy. I'm not even going to touch that. That is that is the bane of my existence as it it relates to her. Oh my God! There's anything that irritates me about her more. I don't know it, but her putting S's on things that do not need an S. Kroger's, Burger King's, Gary Owens. His name is Gary Owen. Owens. Owens, Owen? I thought it was Owens too. My bad. Gary, bro, I'm sorry. I'm trying. You hear me trying to teach you. I'm sorry. I I am trying to teach these people because they don't read. And I typed his name in, in my in my Pandora today. <laughs> his name is Gary Owens. Owen. To and the Owens. point where he all when he introduces himself to black folks, he goes, "It's Gary Owen, no S." I put him with an S in Pandora. He came right on up. Right. He spelled his name wrong. <laughs> Look at him all these black years spelling, misspelling his name. That's right. That, that's right, Falana. That's right. You, you tell Gary Owens, Falana. <laughs> that's right. Mm-hmm. Fiona Appleton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's never changing. It's never changing. 
unless it comes out that he cheated on his wife with a white woman. Russell, you see what I have to go through. Don't listen to him, Russell. He fine. He can cheat. The S is but not, not on and everything. Woman. So we're going to go ahead and get into this real talk banter. Jesus. Banters. <laughs> I'm going to commit murder, y'all. Y'all pray for me. Y'all pray my strength in the Lord. This is why this podcast is never going to get as big as, as I want it to be in my mind. Because y'all keep making me make threatening statements for not threats and promises. And they cannot promote somebody who was, who was screaming domestic type violence or abuse against women. But I'm going to murder you before this thing is over. Then stop doing it. Stop doing stuff that makes me want to murder you. Like, oh my God. I, is this the oh, banter? Jesus. <laughs> And the problem is, I can't even do the podcast by myself because it would suck. I did it at the beginning. Y'all remember how it is at the beginning? It sucked. We love you. She they loves don't. you. Loves you. Loves you. Yep. Use. So on to the real time. <laughs> I hate them all. I hate them all. What a passion, y'all. I really hate them. I hate them. Y'all help me. Y'all help me. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Singular baby black Jesus. Help me, Jesus. <laughs> All right, so moving on. So here we go. Real talk, banter. Here it is. And so here's what I have come up with. I came up with two. And one happened actually in the midst of the podcast. Like I only had one. I was going to close on this one. Yeah, it's all right. But then, but then we was talking. I was like, oh, this, I got to put the second one in because I think it will be better. I still want to do the first one because I took the time to research the dog on the first one. That's the only reason we got to. I'm serious. That's the only reason we got to. It took me too much time to figure this crap out for this first one. And so we're going to do the famous keep one. Mm-hmm. Because you've never done keep one right, we're actually going to do it the right way this time. So, so the way, way we do wrong. keep right, yeah, we, well, we did the, the speed way like the last episode. The, the way you're actually supposed to keep one, the way, I, the way I have keep one done is I name off all the stuff. And rather than going straight to the one you're going to keep, you're going to go process of elimination. Who are you throwing out first? We did it the first time I did No, this. we didn't. We went straight to who you're going to keep because, mm-hmm. yeah. We did that with, the, with TLC, SWB. We did it that way. Mm-hmm. No, we wound up talking about them after. We, them, the last episode. Like, Shag and, yeah. With Shag Kyla. Yeah. With Kyla. Yeah. I'm talking about the first episode. I said the last episode. I didn't say nothing about uh, the first uh-huh. episode. See, when she thought the same See, thing. So this is why, <laughs> this is why, this is why I need help. These, these are my co-hosts. They don't pay attention. This is why I'm always threatening murder. Yes, the last episode, we didn't do keep. We, we did the speed round to keep of of uh, uh, keep one. The way keep one's supposed to go right is we. I'm gonna list them off. Process of elimination. And explain why they're eliminated. So here's the first one. Keep one. Fast food edition. And the one you get rid of, it's gone. Everything associated with it. And all your memories from it. Do we get rid of McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, Sonic, or KFC? Whoever wants to go first, y'all know I go last because I'm There's so many options. It is not. It's not. It's not. Five options. KFC. Okay, KFC is off yours first. Why? Um. Because I could live without their chicken. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that they're known for is a thing she can live without. <laughs> like, like real talk, like once they got rid of the Little Bucket, because let me be honest with you, KFC was only my restaurant because of Little Buckets. Those little parfaits, 
there was a lemon cream little bucket that was light i literally would get off of a bus before my stop home have to get back on another bus just to get a little bucket because there was only one restaurant in columbus ohio that was still selling little buckets because they've been discontinued them years ago and i would get off all the way on the east side go get this little bucket then go all the way back home on the west side just to get this little bucket and once they discontinued the little bucket they no longer had any use for me okay what you got I got, K- I got kfc too truthfully right. why my, for you mine's a really really petty reason but i'm gonna give it anyway because mm-hmm. my ex the girl he always compared me to always ate kfc <laughs> that's the reason why. <laughs> that's she the reason why. Shame on the KFC. <laughs> that's the reason why. <laughs> well, well, with that logic, KFC should be my first because my ex-wife used to work at KFC. But that's not my first. We see problems with KFC. All right. that they the Colonel, I need to do better, Colonel. KFC is not is, is not first off on this. I'm sorry. Mine is also kind of petty, but a different kind of petty. My first off is McDonald's. McDonald's got to go. Your ice cream machine never works. (laughs) I love your strawberry and cream pot, but why is your ice cream machine always down? You have no idea how much you have disappointed me over the years of my life. I roll up to the window. No, because you don't understand. It's not the ice cream that I get. I used to get the triple thick milkshakes that they no longer make as well, which is another reason they're off my dog on this. But when I had my mouth fixed, or a triple thick milkshake, mm. or the strawberry, uh, or the strawberry, uh, um, the um, thank you, the strawberry Sundays. I would, walk, I would get there, and my mouth is fixed for it. I'm ready for it. Sitting there long behind mm. line because they got these hood workers working at the dog on counter who can't count even with pictures and numbers coming up on the cash register. <laughs> and he, and I get to the thing and I get ready to order. Can I get triple thick Sunday? Can I get your strawberry Sunday? I'm sorry, our ice cream machine is down. What do you mean it's down? <laughs> and here's what I found out. I found this out from somebody who used to manage the dog on McDonald's. It's never down. Them employees don't want to clean it. So the whole reason that they're down is because they got lazy employees who never want to clean the ice machine. And because they never want to clean the ice cream machine, it'll come out with all kinds of dirt and disgustingness in it because they have to clean it every so, every so often. There's a schedule when they have to clean it. And they get a crew who never wants to clean it, and so they'll go down, and because that crew didn't clean it, the next crew don't want to clean it, and then the next crew don't want to clean it, until somebody's manager comes in and says, y'all are costing us money, clean this machine. Screw you, McDonald's, and everything you stand for. Y'all off my list first. You feel better? Say it with your chest. Who's next? Uh, Let's see what's left. Wendy's, uh, you, you have uh, Burger King, Wendy's, McDonald's, and Sonic. Um, okay. Then I guess it's the Burger Kings. Because <laughs> truth be told, you take everything else away, and I have no reason to go with it other than for a Whopper with cheese. That's it. That's all. They fries are eh. They dessert are uh, is that, that Hershey's pie is disgusting. That that Hershey's pie is trash, and I used to be a chocolate lover, and that thing is trash. And there are no more options, so yeah, they can get it. <laughs> Y'all see, my wife is petty, right? <laughs> Me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Mine would actually be McDonald's next. 
McDonald's can go. Okay. Why McDonald's for you? Um, <laughs> I'm trying to word it properly. McDonald's is like a fast food laxative for me. It takes lots of poops. It <laughs> sent me right to the bathroom every. I'll eat it, and I promise you, five minutes later, I'm in the bathroom hungry again. Like, it reminds me when I was pregnant. Your detox cleanse. Bruh, it reminds me when I was pregnant with KK, bro. No, it I, it gotta go. It gotta go. And they ice machine thing, too, but I'm not tripping about that because I, I can always go to 31 flavors and be perfectly happy. So, mm-hmm. like, but it's not it's, the point. <laughs> I waited in your long slime. For this doggone Sunday or triple thick milkshake, and y'all don't want to clean. That's the point. And also, last but not least, it's it's three reasons why McDonald's can go. One Mm -hmm. name number one because they sent me to the bathroom. Two, the ice cream, and three, like literally when I lived in Jonesboro, I just snatched this little girl out of her spot, bro. She she pissed me off. Like my whole Christianity went out the window right before I went to church that Sunday morning. Like she was finna get it. Like the whole Brooklyn came out of me and everything. It, it was a problem. So yeah, them ghetto, them ghetto employees. Yeah, I'm not the one. And she want no, she want that smoke, son. That's what I'm trying to say. Not them stilettos. She did. Yeah, I know. Come to church. She's about to She was about to commit a murder, son. You know what I'm saying? Right before church. Right before I had to preach too. <laughs> that day, <laughs> that day that I had to preach. Exactly. Can we have a hand washing ceremony? Can somebody dispose of this towel afterwards? High praise ministries with the gangster Christians <laughs> reside. And I'm still at us, but she was finna get it. And she was finna too choke. Mm, man, y'all saying she was finna get it, bro. Like, daddy had to come save her. <laughs> yeah, come save her. For me, my number two is Burger King. Burger King got to Burger go. Kings. No, no, no. No, no, no. Because I speak proper. I didn't grow I didn't grow up in a in in the hood of Chicago, Illinois, where you're scared. To open your eyes because you might catch stray bullets, Chirac. Whatever. <laughs> you know you're bad when Nick Cannon decides he wants to make a movie about you. And he knows it's going to bomb because he can't act. So anyway, Burger King has got to go for a couple of reasons. One, I used to work there and I know what goes on there. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> you want to fill us in? No. So I don't have to eat there no more? <laughs> I'm not sure the statute of limitations is, is up. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so... I, I gotta, I, I, it's gotta go because of that. It's also gotta go because the recipe seems like it's changed. Some of the whoppers don't taste the same anymore. They don't. Um, yeah, yeah. And their mascot, the Burger King, is really creepy. Like, I'm about to say, Ronald McDonald's <laughs> creepy too. No, but Ron, he's a clown. Like, Ron's nobody really likes clowns. He has a hamburger. Yeah, but they got rid of all of them because Ronald, as a clown, killed them. <laughs> He's a killer clown. He's also killing the ice machines. But the Burger King is, he is really creepy. Just the, the mask, and it's and always at the. That, that smile that yeah. don't move no matter what. He, you know, it's the just, joke, the joke smile. is creepy, and I don't like it. He makes I him just, uncomfortable. He does. He don't pay his workers enough to clean the ice cream machine. That's what it is. That's he, me. That's Ronald. I ain't worried about, listen. I can kill Ronald. Hey, I'm hey, not hey. sure I can kill Burger King. His Hen. employees know how to clean the ice cream machine, even Listen, though they don't hey, have a strawberry hey. Sunday. All I know is, is Burger King don't close his eyes. Ronald does. I can kill Ronald. <laughs> Burger King, I can't. And now they got Burger King having dreams with his eyes open about the doggone chicken whopper. <laughs> no, Burger King, you got to go. It's a chicken. 
It's a, whatever it is, it's got <laughs> to go. Who? It's of the devil. It needs to die. Burger King needs to stop trying to do stuff it's not equipped to do. Because I remember when Burger King trying to sell hot dogs. Tacos Burger King too. is not allowed to do this stuff. They well, need to stick. Burger is in your name. Stop it. <laughs> stop doing stuff you're not equipped to do and kill your mascot. <laughs> but until then, Burger King got to go. You're up. Uh, let's see. I'm left. You have with... uh, McDonald's, Wendy's, and Sonic left. I know where you're going. I, I already know what's yours. I knew when I made this list, but what, what was yours? If you surprise me, I'm going to be surprised. I, okay, I so my next step is Wendy's. That's kind of a shock, but I know, what, I know who's going to be her last one. Um, so why Wendy's? Because, uh, only because my first and my second choice, <laughs> I, I can't, I, I favor them more. And That's one of them mostly because of the summertime. Let me just be honest with oh, you. That must be Sonic. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, if Wendy's had more options other than a Frosty, because even with the chocolate and vanilla Frosty, it's not enough. And they did come out with a cookie version of the Frosty one year. When? When was I? Oh, this is back when, I, when Ashley was in elementary school. Okay, I'm older than Ashley, so when was I? Yeah, they had <laughs> You were in Brooklyn. She was in, Ch Ch in Chirac dodging bullets. Shut up. Said Columbus. I was in Columbus, Ohio. Um, it was, oh, she was in Columbus, Ohio dodging white people. Um, yeah, it was, a, it, was, it was a one- Almost the same, though. Almost the same, right? Almost the same. Yeah, it was a, a, a one-time summer cookie Sunday kind of thing, and then that was it. So they don't have a lot of options, so they could get it. Um, who I got left? Um, you have you have Burger King, Wendy's, and Sonic left. Mm, Burger King can go. Yeah, Burger King can go. Okay, why? Wait, why don't I have two left? She got three. She got four left. You started. She went second. But shouldn't she still have two left after this? This is my second. I have two. This left is her third. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, she took off KFC, okay. McDonald's, uh -huh. and now what you say? Burger King. Burger King. Okay. Um, my neighbors get high when I'm not looking. I'm sorry. Oh, Lord. Have mercy on my soul. Why Burger King? Just because it's Burger King. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I got. What you mean? That's all I got. It's Burger King. Like, well, I, I mean, to your defense, I, I guess I've never heard nobody was like in New York. It was like, yeah, I was eating at Burger King. Yeah, we don't have that. I don't think we have a Burger King in New York, do we? No, like, you do. Where? Times Square. I don't spend, I'm from Brooklyn, no. So, okay, <laughs> you, you got Burger King a few other places. Trust me. I mean, I think they got one in, on the island. You, you got not just that now. And it's just, you going to stop disrespecting. Staten Island like that. <laughs> I mean, I it's one of the five major boroughs. You're going to stop disrespecting Staten Island. It sounds like a suburb to me. It ain't. It's not. It's a borough. It's a borough. You're going to stop disrespecting. No. no. You're going to stop dis. Look, Chirac, ain't nobody <laughs> asked you second city. That's the problem. You a second city. New York is the first. Y'all trying to be like them. Stop it, second. That's why people burned your city down. It's like we gotta start this mess all it was over. A cow. We go, we do, we it got, was we a gotta, cow. we it gotta take this. We got, we have to, we have to do God's work for him <laughs> and start this city over. He said he would never do it by flood again, so we are gonna do it like he said. He said by fire, we killing this city by fire. Wow. We starting over, and now we're gonna model ourselves after New York. Except we're gonna steal a player from another city. And make him from Chicago, no, no. and he will be our claim to fame for the rest of eternity. 
because Michael Jordan is not from Chicago, Illinois, nor from any of the boroughs. So anyway, so you said just Burger yeah, but they have Burger King. A lot, a lot of different Burger Kings. See, now it's plural, because I'm talking about more than one in, in New York. Well, for one, I'm not disrespecting Staten Island, because Michael lives I knew your name was going to come up again. <laughs> Michael's, he's from Brooklyn, but he lives in Staten Island. So I'm not disrespecting the island. She wants to be your whopper. Go ahead. Stop it. Stop. Michael. I got to blush her for you. I got to blush it. Stop. <laughs> you just a mess. But no, um, honestly, I, don't, I really don't have a reason why. I just don't. It has to go. That's the answer. Sorry, I gotta go. Okay. I don't believe in kings. I believe in queens. I guess I don't know. <laughs> so, so you're trying to marry a queen? Don't say that. I think you need to slide over. <laughs> so all she believes is a queen. I mean, she wants a queen instead of the king. I need to slide so on over. Don't live this life. Don't leave this life without regrets. You want to uh, die? Oh, okay. Dang, why she gotta die? Expedite the process. So, Jesus, I have a shocker on mine that's got to go next. It actually was going to go first since I started thinking about them doggone ice cream machine. Um, KFC got to go. It just now leave. Oh, you like chicken sometimes. I guess it KFC got to go because they no longer do hot wings. They don't? Yeah. They keep, they keep, they, they, when I was a kid, it was always hot wings. Then they came up with the honey barbecue and the honey barbecue and the hot wing, they coexisted wonderfully. Georgia and Nashville? No. It was just honey barbecue. Pennsylvania. No, I'm talking about. Oh, listen, yeah. That's well, no, that's, that's, new, that's new. So what happened was, so like sometime when I was in college, they started, they took away hot wings and just honey barbecue stayed for like ever and ever and ever. <laughs> I got it. And then they brought back the hot wing at some point. I remember when they brought it back, but they brought back the hot wing and then the hot wing stayed for a while. And then the honey barbecue came back. They've been alternating it ever since. And so now, uh, this last run, they took out the hot wing and they brought in the, the honey barbecue and the Nashville garbage because Nashville garbage is now hot and I don't mm. know why it sucks. That's um, and so now what they've done is they have a Nashville unsauced wing, which is supposed to be like a hot wing. I tasted it. It tastes like an elephant's taint. It's mm, disgusting. Always give taste to animals, bro. It is the it is it, it smells it, it tastes like I imagine um uh skunk urine tastes like mm. the smell of it is about the same and i imagine that's how it tastes mm. it is disgusting and so i don't think they're gonna bring back the hot wings and so as a result for that kfc you're dead to me your original recipe has always been trash your extra crispy is even more trash your 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 uh, mashed potatoes taste like toes your macaroni and cheese is god awful it, i would rather eat a child's mud pie that eat your macaroni and cheese. I don't eat coleslaw. Your biscuits, I don't even like biscuits, but your biscuits feel like cardboard. And your mascot is a slave. So, or excuse me, a slave owner. So, you know, I can't support slavery either. I was able to support slavery as long as, you know, you had the hot wings, but you got rid of the hot wings, so down with slavery. Um. <laughs> so now, this last round, because we've got to gotta let people remember how we do it right now. So now, because there's only two left, mm-hmm. might as well go ahead and give your, your 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 who you're keeping, and explain why the person you're dropping in, why you're, and why you're keeping who you keep as well. Okay, so 
who I'm keeping is McDonald's. Whoa, that's a shocker. <laughs> I would have thought the Sonic drinks would have overwhelmed the McDonald's I pumpkin know. lattes. What pumpkin lattes? She loves pumpkin spice. Hold on, what pumpkin lattes? No, I'm sorry, pumpkin spice lattes. I got to say it right. What pumpkin spice? What? I want to make sure they hear me. <laughs> what pumpkin spice lattes is you talking about? Latte? Oh no, that's that's Starbucks. That's Starbucks. That's Starbucks. Starbucks. Yeah, but pumpkin spice something she likes. She loves a pumpkin spice garbage. What for have. McDonald's? McDonald's yeah. pumpkin spice nothing. What, what are you talking about? Oh, we're talking about the Shamrock Shakes? No, I, I know you because the ice cream machine don't ever work for Shamrock Shakes. <laughs> be, be good. So no, so you said because you said everything that goes with it. Mm-hmm. That's my family. My family has a history with McDonald's. Y'all can eat other places. No, other places. but if you take away them, then you take away one of my greatest memories in life. So know that I like. Like I'm, I'm a Leo, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a narcissist. Let me just be honest. Kinda I know you. Know. I know. I know it's Me, a narcissist a little bit. So a, li- a little bit. You a whole you. Uh, are you sure? Oh me. You sure? <laughs> I don't. Be- I don't believe it. But um, so one of my greatest memories of my father and now jerry and my mom has the pictures of it my dad threw me a birthday party once at mcdonald's mm-hmm. back when they had the little cakes mcdonald's would make a little cake with ronald mcdonald and all his friends on it and my cousins and my brother and his friends and they all came in and my mom and my dad were there and they threw me a birthday party at mcdonald's and me and him had a relationship with McDonald's. Me and my dad, he would take me to McDonald's. And my mom would say, get her a cheeseburger Happy Meal. And I'd look at my dad with those eyes. And then he would give me a Big Mac. <laughs> that girl she was sentimental on y'all. Yeah, so McDonald's has wow. a special place in my heart. Even wow. though I don't understand why you just can't pour the hot water in the machine. Because that's how they clean the dang ice cream machines. They got to fill it with hot water and run no, the line. No, but that's the problem. They they're won't not, they're do suppo- it. They're, no, they're supposed to do more than that. The fact that they're only doing that. No, they won't even do that. But the fact that they do it, the fact that when they do clean, that, that that's how they clean it, is why it's down. So this is what I was told is why it's down so much. So either not clean it or they do that and it'll be up for, for five minutes and it'll break down again. Why can't y'all just clean the dog home thing? But yeah, so I mean, aside from that. Your face turning red. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> you too dark for that. And Whoa. and the changing of the recipe and the shrinking of the patties, because the patties have been shrinking. The taking away of the cheese, a double cheeseburger is no longer a double cheeseburger. There's yeah. no, there's not two cheeses on. There's two patties, but not two cheeses. It's a double cheeseburger, not a double patty burger. I'm sorry. He's very passionate about this issue, but for me, foodies for you, young foodies. There are memories that I can't get rid of, and I didn't have a lot of memories with my mom and dad together, but. That birthday party meant everything to me. Like, that's probably, like, the last birthday party that was ever thrown for me. So, McDonald's stays. Um, I would have kept Sonic and put Sonic first because, let me be honest with you, I am the still to this works. day. Yeah, the ice cream machine works. But to it's, this day, if I go to Half Price Happy Hour, oh yeah. Half Price Happy Hour is everything. I have found ways to come. I am still have not maxed out my potential of how to mix those 26,000 drinks. I'm working on it. But McDonald's has to stay, so that's why they win. It's my heritage. <laughs> I, I almost was going was was going to do uh one of the one of them sappy white people songs in the movies 
for your pick, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not, I'm not going to disrespect the memory. But I have one in my, in my head, and I was like, this would go perfect here, but I ain't going to do it. Don't I'm, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be nice. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> so, my reasoning, my final pick mm-hmm. is kind of like hers. So, mine is Wendy's. It is. <laughs> Wendy's was my first daddy door date. My very first day. That's where he took me. He took me to Wendy's. We was we was we were broke. No lie, we were broke. <laughs> but he bought me three things off the ninety nine cent menu, and that was our very first day. That he took me to the park. We had a little blanket. We had a little picnic, and it was just me and my daddy. Aww. I'm so, not gonna. Do, I'm not gonna do it to yours either. I should punch you in your face. <laughs> I said I'm not. I said I'm not gonna do it to yours. I said I'm not. But because you said because you said you will punch my face. I said, I should. Did you ever know that you're Stop my <laughs> anyway, but yeah, that's that's my You're everything I wish I could be. I'm the music underneath you. Go ahead. No, you're good. I don't need that. But even to the even to this day, like we'll go to like um Wendy's, like when we when we when I did live with him, when it was me and him in Norcross before when I had my job I have now. We would go to Wendy's when he'd take me to work. He would go to Wendy's. That'd be our little bonding time in the morning. We'll eat, we'll eat our Wendy's sandwich, talk, gossip, listen to Steve Harvey, make clown people, talk about whatever chick he having fun with right now. <laughs> Just with that, that was our daddy daughter time. Sonic, besides their slushies, I really don't know much about Sonic, no lie. Except for the commercials. <laughs> All you need to know is about the slushies and the drinks. That's just, just awesome. I know about the half price happy hour. Bro. That's all you need I'm to know about work, Sonic. I'm still working on my next Nothing else too. about Sonic matters but that. But uh, me and my dad, like I said, my dad, I'm a daddy's girl. <laughs> like, daddy got to the point where he'll buy me a Sonic slushie and add some tequila to it. So that's what we at with that. <laughs> what? Girl, yes. <laughs> yes. That's what, that 1800 tequila I told you about? Yes. We are revo- revoking Elder Falana's license as well as. <laughs> And making sure that Evangelist and Train Jessica is never in advance here at High Praise Ministries because they are promoting being luscious. No, I'm just playing. This is, this is my blood. For I got you covered. I got you covered. Oh. My, wa- my wife has now woken all the way up to this. It's like with the McDonald's, um, yeah. they, they, they um, ices. 1800 tequila, girl. Yes. Oh my God, that just opened up a whole new variety of. Her mind, for those of y'all who can't see this, I just want you to imagine that, that I forget what um, cast her commercial mind is. is orgasmic, it is yo. if you've ever seen that commercial where the people's head explodes, the purple smoke comes out. That's my that is Philando right now. That is just blown it's her like, mind. That, that little crystal ice is exploding now. Like, we could do this, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, Wendy's would stay because of that. Because that being a daddy's girl, that is that's me and my daddy's thing together. That's what we do. Don't worry, I got you, Flanda. We're going we gonna to take some trips together. Which I start driving. new red, white, and blue, the Shark Week one. If I replace some of that, that blue with some hypnotic. Nah, we keep 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 all that. Just add hypnotic to it. So we're going to move away from this alcoholic <laughs> conversation. <laughs>
All right, so we had some technical difficulties that cut it off just as I was getting ready to display my dynamicness. So I'm going to say it, try to remember everything I said and say That it was again. God. No, but uh, that was the devil trying to make sure the folks <laughs> can hear the fireness. Well, I always want so to the devil. I, what I was saying before I was so rudely interrupted by somebody's devil cutting off our system. This is why I said like, something, something's going to change with software music. But anyhow, um, she would, it, it, my wife is sentimental, and, I, and if it was not for her father being in the sentimentalness, I would have been offended because McDonald's was the first meal I ever brought to her. Um, and so we, we've been together ever since. But I'm not sentimental, so I ain't worried about that, especially because I wanted ice cream that night too, and it never happened because your ice cream machine never works. Technically, you got shot. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I got chocolate. I got chocolate weeks later. Okay. No, 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 no. I am JP JP Morgan. It's my money, and I want it now. Okay. Wait, that's not JP Morgan. Whatever it is J, uh, 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 whatever right. it is right. JG Wentworth. Yeah. It's my money, and I want it now. It's my ice cream, and I want it now. Clean your stuff, McDonald's. Get your stuff together. But my pick. No, I don't. I really don't. I'm upset because I have to do all this all over again because a doggone uh, uh, whatever decided it wanted to do stupid stuff and act like it didn't want to work like it's supposed to work. When I tell something it's supposed to work, it's supposed to daggone work. But anyway, my pick is Wendy's. Their chicken nuggets are great. All the other food is, is, is just okay, but the chicken nuggets are great. I love the strawberry lemonade, but most importantly, because if I get rid of Wendy's, I get rid of this. Switched it up. Bear with me, y'all. Here I come. You gonna get that word. For those y'all who don't know, Wendy's got a mixtape out. They changed the game. Their Twitter bars are ridiculous. They started beef and made sure that fast food was fun again. Wendy's entertains me, and I love to be entertained. If you ain't heard all of Wendy's mixtape, because it got five tracks on it, go to YouTube.com and type in Wendy's mixtape. I promise you. It will change your life only because fast food is doing bars. Bars. Whether you like their bars or not, they're doing bars. And so that's mine. So let's go on to the second real talk band, the one that I that, that, that hit me while we was in the midst of this. And since y'all say y'all didn't like options, tough. Because we got some options on this one. Because I couldn't, it was hard to narrow it down as it was anyway. So, we're going to keep one. Best 80s and 90s cartoon. Here's your list. You have still seen or at least heard of some of these cartoons. So here we go. 
He-Man, X-Men, DuckTales, Inspector Gadget, Muppet Babies, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Rugrats, Doug, Batman the Animated Series, and Scooby-Doo. We got to do a pick one. That? Like Keep we gotta one. narrow it down from that. Yep. I'm not gonna be able to remember. All right. I'm not first gonna remember. First of all, all I'm first of all, I'm like I did the last one. I'm typing my I'm remembering before you said but you ain't gotta remember. Don't oh, worry about okay. that. But but I want you to go two at a time for time's sake. But I feel like this is just because you know we we mentioned you mentioned the, the uh, Saturday morning cartoons and whatnot. Well, I mentioned it, and y'all just took that conversation to a whole, whole other level for didn't a whole other level. Y'all, yeah, y'all did. Y'all talked about it for for grip after I was already done talking about it. And so I said, y'all said, well, you know what? We gonna I don't need no help. I can talk. Uh, I'm a preacher. We talk. Yeah. Uh, but I, I figured let's let's go ahead and and deal with some of it. Let's go ahead and deal with some of it. So, Alonda, who are your first two? You getting rid of? Uh, what are the choices again? Right. <laughs> He-Man. X-Men. DuckTales. Inspector Gadget. Muppet Babies. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Rugrats. Doug. Batman the Animated Series and Scooby-Doo. Uh, Batman Animated Series. Russell and... is not going to be your friend That's anymore. Okay. Um, and let's see. Because none of these are my favorite cartoons. Uh, hey, except maybe one of them. Uh, DuckTales. Your DuckTales so early. Cause I I didn't watch either one of them really. DuckTales came on occasionally, and you can only swim so many times in money, and I just did not care. Russell, you see why I need prayer each and every day. You see what I'm dealing with. So, Young Buck. Yeah, you up, Young Buck. Because there's probably a bunch of these on here. I saw your faces. I was reading them off. I'm like, oh, this is what I mean. Great cartoons. They need to be taught. I'm going to need that list again, y'all. I'm sorry. E-Man, X-Men, DuckTales, Inspector Gadget, Muppet Babies, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Rugrats, Doug, Batman the Animated Series, and Scooby-Doo. I would say Inspector Gadget mm-hmm. and Muppet Babies. And why? But aside from the fact you probably haven't seen either one of them. I, I've seen I've seen Muppet Babies and they freaked me out. <laughs> no, I've never seen Inspector Gadget, the animated series. I saw the stupid movie, which was garbage. The movie sucked. The cartoon was wonderful. I've never seen the cartoon, so we're going to go with that. Well, I'm going to need you as a homework assignment for the rest of the month. I go on YouTube or whatever and watch, watch you some Inspector Gadget because Inspector Gadget was wonderful. Well, that, that, that's my answer. So for me, I'm starting off with Rugrats. Rugrats what? Gotta go. And Scooby-Doo. Rugrats got to go first because Rugrats was racist. Susie was fine. She was a genius. She was introduced late her family was portrayed as poor, even though they weren't. They always treated her weirdly and differently. And, and of course, Karen, I mean, Angelica, always was complaining about her, trying to get her in trouble. 
I don't like racism down with Rugrats. Also, the parents were horrible parents. Oh, my God. They are almost as bad parents as the Winslows. Yes, they lost their doggone daughter. Your daughter went upstairs and never came down, and nobody checked on her. Somebody murdered her. And Scooby-Doo's got to go because Scooby-Doo's just stupid. You got you to love weed and, and all kinds of psychedelic drugs to really love Scooby-Doo, and I just, I just refuse. I just refuse. Back on. Uh, where am I? <laughs> right, I'm where man X Man, Inspector Gadget, Muppet Babies, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Rugrats, Doug, and Scooby Doo. Okay, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Doug. Okay, why, why, why the turtles? You, Russell just really is not gonna like you at all. That's okay. Because um, I just they they were like cool with the pizza and the cowabunga, but after a while, I just lost interest. Doug, I just Doug was during the time I had a child, so I wasn't even watching. <laughs> so understandable. I like the theme song, and he was a cool little dude. But I was sitting there watching it with my child, so I had better things to be doing. <laughs> Jessica, you up? He Man, X Man, Ducktales, Inspector. I'm sorry, He Man, X Man, Ducktales. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Rugrats, Doug, Batman, and Scooby Doo. I'm gonna get rid of the turtles because they're turtles. Like no lie, <laughs> like no lie, they're turtles. <laughs> I don't know why we're friends. Because uh, I just have to get rid of them. I'm sorry. Um, I can get rid of Scooby Doo. I, I can I can kill him. He. I smoked enough pot in my life to not like that movie still after I got high. So. Mm. Movie? I'm talking about the TV show. You Even do worse. know the TV show, right? Yes, you, I'm going to say show. I'm sorry, I'm going to say show. The movie sucked too, so. I, I would have never watched the movie because I couldn't, I couldn't deal with the cartoon. So, I'm a, I, I smoked enough weed in my life to not like the show when I was high, so I'm pretty sure I wouldn't like it if I wasn't high. Mm. Um, Alright, so... It's getting harder for you. <laughs> it is because I love these shows. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and get rid of He Man. What? And I'm gonna get rid of Ducktales. Okay. He Man can go as much as I used to love He Man because Skeletor was creepy. Um, he used to give me nightmares. He he really did. Um, as a kid, I saw him in my dreams, that horrible laugh. Um, also, I just don't like stupid things. Like, I get upset with anything Superman because glasses stop you from realizing that Clark Kent Superman is the same dog on person. So, dude gets a tan. And now I don't recognize him as, as Adam, Prince of Eternia, really. But never in the same place, he gets a tan and puts on an orange wig. But, his face, his body are the exact same. Also, Tila wanted to bone him really, really bad, and it was it was really noticeable and inappropriate as a child. And the relationship she had with her father was also kind of creepy because sometimes it felt like she wanted to bone him too. So that's why He-Man can go. And DuckTales, because of the remaining that are on the list, as iconic as DuckTales and his theme song is, 
can't touch the rest. I just, you know, I mean, I probably could have put could have put out um, Doug in his place, but I, I, Doug's theme song is is what keeps me right now. So it stays for right now. But yeah, Scrooge McDuck can go, and and for the, the fact that he started his empire with a dime shows me he was racist. So yeah, white privilege. You're up. Uh, he Man, X Men, Inspector Gadget, Muppet Babies, Rugrats, and Scooby Doo. Okay, uh, let's go with He Man and the opposite end of the spectrum, uh, Muppet Babies. No love for the babies. Mm. And why? Uh. Because after the sword, it lost its interest. <laughs> Look, I'm so, I was really here for the sword. Um, everything else, as I got older and watched it, it got suspect. got suspect. It did. It was. Yes, it, it absolutely sus. did. It, it was sus. We're not allowed to use that word. We are Back. not. We are not. Thank you. We are not of that persuasion. Mm-hmm. They can say sus, but go on. Um, and then the Muppet Babies. Yeah, it's only cute white babies. After that, it just gets weird. It's strange. Especially since it was two babies having a relationship, Piggy Kermit. Very true. Very true. You're right. <laughs> He-Man, X-Men, uh, DuckTales. Doug and Rugrats. Rugrats, Doug, and yeah, that's it. I'll get rid of He-Man and DuckTales. He uh, man because he man was before my time. No lie, <laughs> it was, it was before mm-hmm. my time. So I can't. I know nothing about the show <laughs> except that he had a sword and he had a whole bunch of muscles, that's, and that's based off your shirt <laughs> that you wore. Like no lie, that's all I got. Oh, I'm so not gonna lie. It's so horrible but hilarious. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's that's really what it is. DuckTales because one, I hate they new revamp. It's just so aggravating. I only watch it because of KK. And two, Killer Kai, get rid of watching the old or the new one. You gotta watch the old one. It's much better. She watched it. She was. And two, because I ain't had that much money, so I didn't feel like watching somebody with all that money. <laughs> <laughs> like don't lie. Like the, what? I don't got that. So why Something am I about the hater in me. <laughs> <laughs> my hater my hate rate was strong then, y'all. My hate rate was strong. Oh, that's horrible. I'm not going to lie, though. That's what it was. So that's what we're going to do. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. So for me, I'm going with Muppet Babies got to go. And Doug has to go. Muppet Babies, yes, because it was creepy and it was baby relationships. Um, also, I hated hated Nanny's socks. Nanny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ooh. Nanny. She was the adult. She was the one washing the babies. This you only saw her socks. Woman with, sa- with socks, they didn't quite make it up. And, and she would always come in when there was noise. This is the theme song. At the end of the theme song, she's in there. Uh, uh, and then, then, then bigger hits and she comes and says, is everything all right, kids? Yes, nanny. That's her. It was her voice and her socks. That's all you ever saw of her. And I think she was doing inappropriate things. I don't think she was really dressed. That's the only reason they showed the socks. She walked around in socks in her in her house. 
and nothing else. A lot of inappropriate stuff was going on. And also, they never said who the parents of these babies were. Mm -hmm. She was the nanny. Where were the parents? Mm -hmm. She was oh, a horrible nanny. Out there smoking crack. Apparently, because <laughs> they, had, they had all these different species of babies. <laughs> oh, my God. So they were doing all kinds of animals. But, like, you never saw them. She was a horrible nanny because they got to do whatever they wanted. And they, she never maximized the potential of Rolf. Rolf was a doggone idiot savant playing the keyboard like, like a crazy person. And, and Gonzo was playing the drums like a beast. And you ain't put them on Star Search or America's Got Talent or something. Got you some money. So, yeah, my baby's got to go. And Doug, because past the theme song which is just fire. Also, um, the, the, uh, the beat song, that I think it was called now, um, that they had, that was, that was really, that was really fun. I like that. But other than that, it was, it wasn't great. The only reason it lasted so long because of the theme song and because of Skeeter. Skeeter was a gym. No, not because, not because of Skeeter, the character, but just saying his name and knowing what Skeet was, even way back then, yeah. that's what he did. Yeah. He was Skeeter. I was like, you can't get away with this on television. <laughs> and yet they did. Yeah. So it stays because of that. For the culture. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I give you that. Okay, so you have uh, X-Men. Rugrats. And Scooby-Doo Bat. Um, Just go ahead and pick yours, since there's only three left up in like, the last round of it. Uh, I'm gonna go with one for the culture. I'm gonna go with the X Men. You have redeemed yourself in Russell's eyes. Russell loves X Men, so you probably have redeemed yourself in his eyes. Thank you, Russell. Thank you. <laughs> do, you do you care though? No, I actually do care. Okay. Exactly. And you you should know why. I know exactly why, but I'm just fine. Because Storm. Not about Russell. Oh no, no, I don't care about. It. <laughs> Russell, no, you know Russell listens to the podcast. Russell, Russell only cares that if I come and bring him big goods, which oh, she still has not done. Oh man, I gotta put that one right there for longer. Well, oh yeah, storm, but you were saying definitely. the storm? Yeah, because of storm. Is that like Halle Berry storm? Or Hell, look, the, the, look, the TV look. show was a cartoon before it was a movie. Yes, yes. yes. and when I found out that storm and Black Panther got together and made a baby. Oh, yeah. After storm finished boning. Um, Wolverine, but go ahead. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, because that's because he was trying to be a white savior. I probably shouldn't have said that, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sleepy, so talk it up to some real talk. Uh, <laughs> but no, Storm was amazing, like to me. And to be honest with you, when all I had, especially as a little girl coming up watching superheroes, was Wonder Woman, Storm changed the game for me. She changed the game for me. I was like, wait, 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 wait. I can be black. I can have that fabulous hair. <laughs> wonderful power, too. And wonderful power. I can oh, control awesome. nature. Mother nature. There it is. There it is. This is who we were meant to be, black women. I love it. So that was for me. All right. That was my turn. And now the baby is up. So you have. Because <laughs> you are. Um, you got X-Men. Uh, Rugrats and Doug. Um, wow, it's actually kind of hard. Well, 
for a couple of reasons. Because each of them has each of them holds special potential for me. It's actually kind of hard. If I had to choose one forever, I would go with X Men. X Men hits a second. All right. I, I would go with X Men. And why X Men? Because X Men, I, I, as the baby, yes, I know the cartoon, and yes, I know the comic. I, I really like X Men more for the comics than I actually like it for the cartoon, personally. Hmm. But X Men is just, it's just that type of, it's just that type of um show, like. It's, it had its action, it has moments. But again, Storm, you gotta love her. Like, it's. I mean, her hair. Did you, did you not see her hair? <laughs> did not see the hair. Like, the hair was it. And it's like, you, you like to call me her anyway sometimes. So I only called you Storm once when you had on the outfit. Okay, close enough. But I would take that as a whole compliment. She she was absolutely fabulous. Like, I was. I wanted to be. I, wanted to be, I was her for, like, I don't know how many Halloween. <laughs> that was it right there. So anyway, we'll go with that one. Okay. So for me, the logical thinking person of the group here. Logical thinking? Yeah, yeah. I'm the logical thinker of the group here. So I have the three hardest of the bunch if you know anything about real cartoons. Um, I have X Men that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Batman the animated series. Mm. Um first of all Actually I had that one, did not even say that three of the greatest theme songs ever for a cartoon. Um, three of the most iconic TV shows or cartoons ever. Uh, Batman the Animated Series is the entire reason that we have all the Batman movies that we have. Um, the, the I forget the man's name who played who did the voiceover for Joker is, a, is part of the reason for Heath Ledger's iconic portrayal of Joker. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's that. Uh, the turtles was just great. Like I don't care what nobody says. Like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is what made a whole lot of kids want to be ninjas. Um, yeah. I remember cracking myself in the groin, trying to be Michelangelo with the nunchucks, mm-hmm. and my dad wouldn't let me have a katana blade. <laughs> and so yeah, we went with the. Aren't you glad about that in hindsight? Right. <laughs> No, no, because you don't understand how cool Michelangelo and Bruce Lee looked using nunchucks. It was just great. But I learned how to use the bow staff because that was the only one I couldn't crack myself in the nuts with or slice somebody's throat with. Because my dad wouldn't let me do the katana blade and then I couldn't get the size. So, yeah, it was down to nunchucks and, and the bow staff. And, uh, yeah, uh, I kind of utilized the, the, that middle portion of the body. So I, I chose the most that. Um, but the theme song was great and iconic, too. Just, I still rock out to it. And then there's X-Men. The greatest theme song ever. And my pick is X-Men. Because overall, my God, just X-Men is just wonderful. Like, <sighs> Storm's already been mentioned twice. She was wonderful. Um Wolverine not being a piece of trash punk like he's been portrayed in most of the movies of the X-Men. Uh, Jean Grey being awesome in the Phoenix series was ridiculous. Dark Phoenix and Phoenix was just wonderful. Like the writing was there. It was, everything was there. Like I went back and watched it and, and all the dialogue is now corny by an adult standards. But it still is like this is, this is great. This is good stuff. It is more rewatchable than Batman the Animated Series. I know because on HBO Max I'm watching Batman the Animated Series now and sometimes my downtime and I'm like, 
Mm. Yeah, I can get past this. Um, so like, yeah, X Men is my 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 top pick for the greatest television show, or greatest cartoon television show up from our list of all time since somebody to my right over here said it's not even the greatest one in my list. It's not even one I would continue to have. But <laughs> but yeah yeah I'm gonna go with I'm I'm going with X Men. So real quick before we close out, since you said none of those on your list were would be the one you would pick, which is the what is the show, the cartoon show that you would pick as your greatest? Jim. Jim is my name. No one. Jim is truly name. outrageous. Jim. Here's what's interesting. So I picked my list from what was supposed uh, a website which said the top 50 cartoons of all time mm. and Jim was nowhere on there. Yeah, I know. And I went to 80s I went 80s and 90s and Jim was nowhere on there. I know. And I was offended. I like Jim, but I but since I was trying to pick strictly from that list, it wasn't allowed to make it. But Jim was a good show. I I rocked out to Jim. I mm-hmm. did. Still not better than X-Men. But Jim was cool. Jessica, huh. um do you have one that's not on this list that you would say is is the best of all is your your best of all time no because the last three i had were my favorites like they each have a special place in my heart rugrats was a show me and my dad always watched racist and doug honestly doug is what sparked the writer in me skeet 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 <laughs> not skeet itself but <laughs> doug in general how he was always writing that was that's what sparked the writer in me mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. come out and it was like my way of being able to express myself when I couldn't express myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And besides, it showed me how disgusting liver and onions were. Mm. Then my grandma made it one time, and I'll never forget it from that show. I'm like, what is this? She, oh, so, ew, grandma says liver and onions. I'm not eating this. Doug said this was nasty. Like, I said that to her. So that is the reason why. It's like, but X-Men, X-Men take the cake all day. All right, so we're going to go ahead and close out this this this, uh, this another edition of Real Talk. I'm gonna close it out this way while I read off my normal, my new normal uh, closeout. As we do, I want to give uh, um, a special shout out to who we just found, to something we just found out before we started the show. A shout out to uh, Biz Marquis, who we found out just passed no. on today. So I'm gonna close out this way. I know I'm gonna get flagged, and I don't really even care, because uh, I'm about to give, I, I, I like to, when I can, I want really to give nice little props to who I can give props to when I can give props to them. You to wait. Let me tell you a story in my situation. I was talking to this girl from the U.S. nation. The way that I met her was on tour. So feel free to follow the Real Talk, the Real Talk Facebook page to continue any of the conversations we have had here. Don't forget, if you have any topics you would like to hear discussed, then email us at realtalkhpm at gmail.com. Real Talk and Beyond. We may not do them, but just email them anyway. So I have some stuff to go through because you never know when they might get pulled out. Also, I'm still looking for to take questions for a, a Let's Talk segment. Haven't had it yet, which is why y'all have never heard the segment. Um, we're going to try to answer those questions, and all names will be kept anonymous. Once again, this email is at the Real Talk HPM at gmail.com that's real talk hpm at gmail.com and put and let's put some pop oh wow when you do the email i'm so conscious on the song uh. she ain't just a friend she said he's just a friend oh baby you when you email the real talk podcast for the let's talk segment make sure you put let's talk in the subject remember no matter what the question may be in your life God is always the answer. Seek Him and always, always 
keep it real. This has been the Real Talk Podcast. Thanks for listening.